You're listening to The Sideline Story, the platform for all rugby league identities to voice their journey, their sideline story. And welcome to another episode of the Sideline Story Rugby League Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Tassoni, joined with my co-hosts, Nicholas Guild and Ryan Clark. How are we, boys? Good, mate. Well, are we co-hosts now? Not he's, always, he's always been co-host, and he's always been my favourite ever analyst. <laughs> he made it sound like we're like second-class citizens, didn't he? Like he? We're just there with the extras, and he's the main star of the show, and... We're just here for backup. Right. Oh, no, I'm just excited we can actually make eye contact with you guys. Yeah, how good is this? We're back. Actually Boys. having a normal conversation. We're back. No delays. The beer's cracked. Yep. We're in the brewery, in the Western Sydney Brewery, Clarky. Yep. Good to go. What are we drinking? Mate, the loyal sponsor of South Sydney, uh, Young Henry's, just the new towner, Shrine Pale Ale. You boys are on the ginger beers. Yeah. Yes. James Squire, baby. Yeah, they're good. But I've been drinking the ginger beers lately. They're good. Not these ones. I haven't tried these, but yeah. Boys, I'm actually really <laughs> excited to be back in the brewery. It is good to be physically tangible. You fit. Look, I can hit ya. <laughs> <laughs> back by popular demand is the return of our segment, the Sideline Stories Hottest News Topics. So we'll start with the Sideline Stories English Super League Round 5 wrap-up. So, again, six games across the weekend. Game 1, Wigan 16 over Hull FC 14. Now, the Wigan Warriors remain undefeated whilst Hull FC suffered their first loss. If you don't recall, Hull FC is the team that Josh Reynolds is playing for. Game 2, St. Helens 22 over Lay Centurions 12. So, uh, St. Helens are undefeated and Lay Centurions haven't won a game yet but it was a lot closer than what people thought. I was watching the extended highlights for that match, and they put up a good fight, but they're just outclassed. Is Nathan Peets playing for him yet? I think I bring it up every week. You know what? I don't know. He might have. Okay. Game three, the Catalans <laughs> Dragons, 38 over Wakefield, Trinity Wildcats, 18. James Maloney had a hand in at least four tries, and he ripped up for the French club, keeping Wakefield winless. Game four, the Castleford Tigers... 28 over the Southford Red Devils, 18. Current Man of Steel, Paul McShane, had a solid game this match. And I know Clarky, I know you know all about him. Our boy Paul McShane. Yeah, big fan <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> uh, game 5, Warrington 50 over Hull Kingston Rovers, 26. Massive news out of this one, the debut of Greg Inglis in the number 3 jersey. Bagging a try for the yellow and blue wolves. But the real question me and Gildy want to know is, he might have been wearing number three, but what position did he play? Played in centre. Okay. Well, it is a centre's number. It is a centre's 
Yeah, scored a try on debut. Yeah, he did. Look, he was looking a bit <coughs> out of shape. As in your wife. No, but like, at least he looked like trim out of shape at NRL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a little bit, but he still played well. He played the full 80 minutes. I don't think he's ever played the first game of the season looking fit. Well, that's why he had the first month off for English Super League. Uh, also he because he hasn't played. Oh, I, don't, I don't even know. Uh, he, did, he, did, he, did. he looked good in Melbourne, actually. Melbourne. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and lanky. Yeah. Uh, the final game, Huddersfield 14 over the Leeds Rhinos 13. Two clutch field goals, one from Aiden Cesar, sealed their first victory for the Huddersfield Giants. And Leeds remain on one win. So, yeah. Whilst we're on the English Rugby League boys, I don't know if you saw Sean Wayne, the English national head coach, he came out in regards to Brisbane Broncos centre Herbie Farnworth and let the media know that he's been stood down from the England squad. Why? He said, I keep a very close eye on the NRL. I enjoy regular contact with the English based players down under. The players know the standards expected of them as England players and Herbie's standards have dipped below standard. It's as simple as that. Well, the bloke's an idiot. What's he done? He just played. He's been I injured. He- yeah, I just reckon he watched him and went, nah, you're no good. That's that's what I gather from this. No, that sounds like it's an off-field thing. Maybe. Well, maybe. It sounds like his standards have dipped. That, that's not... That doesn't sound like it's got to do with his playing. You don't reckon? Nah, that sounds like he's done something off. It's, well, he's come out <coughs> and said that. I, I, I thought it was... The way I read it, I thought it was his form, but Gildy, you you disagree with that. Man, he hasn't... He's been injured. Well, that's what I mean. He, so he must have done something off yeah. Well, that's what he's saying. Well, he played, he that's played. what he's saying. Yeah, he's saying he's watched the games and the standard has dipped below a standard. Now he keeps a regular. He keeps a regular contact yeah. with the players. Yeah. And he goes. Well, the players the, know the standards expected of them as England players. Well, if the England, well, he's they're good enough for him to play for the Broncos. What are these English standards? Oh, mate, the English side's good. It's just the fact that I reckon I I think Clarkie is right. I I look, read that going. It must be his form, but he must have like. You know, ah, you know, I'm in the squad now. Maybe he was just being a dick. The thing is, what happens with Brisbane, they do shit up there. Like, they'll get done drink driving or whatever. Hmm. Or punch female cops. And we don't hear about (laughs) it till like, two weeks later. Yeah. So, we might find out in two weeks what Herbie Farnsworth did. Yeah, maybe. Because, yeah, he played on the weekend. He he bagged a try, but, yeah, I don't know if his form... Hmm. Anyway... Over to the North American Rugby League, boys. Mate, this is just non-stop. Oh, it's awesome. I'm actually getting, for some reason, excited about yeah. it. I'm not going to be able to watch any of the games. I'll, yeah, I know what you're saying, but I was talking to Guilty about it when... So, for those that don't know, Extra Strain and New South Wales Blues back row, Tony Williams has signed with the newly named club New York Freedom for... Terrible name. T-Rex yeah. at Freedom. T-Rex at Freedom. <laughs> So he signed for the inaugural North American Rugby League Pro-Am competition, which is the third professional rugby league competition in the world. It is exciting. Like, he's he's a player of experience and a certain calibre like, that would benefit from that competition and also the competition would benefit from him. Yeah. <clears throat> Mate, I was more excited about the coaches as well. Like, they, they, they seem to have... Whoever's making these decisions actually knows what they're doing. But it seems like, seems like it. Because we've got Tony Williams, 
So he signed with New York. Eddie, don't forget Eddie Pettibourne. Eddie Pettibourne signed with Brooklyn. Ben Barber might sign with a New York-based team. So that's either Brooklyn or New York. The Las Vegas Blackjacks have signed ex-Kiwis fullback Lance Hohaya as the head coach. So he's a player with 185 games. Cool name, the Blackjacks. Yeah. That's a good... Freedom's terrible. Freedom's terrible. Uh, the He's played 185 games for the Warriors, 81 for St. Helens, 28 caps for the Kiwis, and two Exiles games. So he brings a wealth of experience. Lance Ohio was... He's gun. He was a gun. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And then for Cleveland, so the Cleveland-based club, uh, the Cleveland-based club they've they announced... Uh, they're called Cleveland 13 at the moment. So they could change it, <laughs> oh, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I like their emblem, but their I don't know mad. So the emblem is the outline of a pick... Because Cleveland's known pick. to be like a rock, yeah. a rock state. That's where the so it's a guitar pick. Famous. Yeah, so they've got a guitar pick as <laughs> the outline of the emblem, and it's got a, a rock guitar with a skull. That's heaps. Yeah, cool. yeah, awesome. They call it thirteen. Yeah, I think it's called Cleveland thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah they could change it. They should. Um, they've announced ex NRL and English Super League player Glenn Morrison as their director of rugby. Now I remember I told you boys this, and you both got really jeeed up. Well, Dan said to me. Do you know this Glenn Morrison bloke? You didn't yeah. know Glenn Morrison. No, no, don't remember him. Mate, if they, I reckon, if you named, I'm too young. If you named a th- the best thirteen players hmm. never to play Origin, I reckon he makes that thirteen. Yeah, he's in it easy. Well, we're looking at his um, track record here: two hundred twenty-two NRL games, which makes it like like make, makes me not knowing him worse. <laughs> 102 Super League games, four Country New South Wales games, one Exiles game, and Surprise, one Jamaican game. He played one game for the Jamaican national team and, in 2017. And was a police officer at Balmain. He was. Is that right? Yeah. I've actually... I knew there was, this was an... I'm looking through my big leagues the other day. There was a full double-page spread. Glenn Morrison, photo outside in his cop gear outside really? Balmain. Really? I'm like, I'm like oh, I won't need that. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, one knows, no one knows about Glenn Morrison. And now I'm going to have to go bloody looking through my 100 big leagues. That'll be the next throwback Thursday. And we'll tag him in it. That's mad. But, like, you look at that, like, you you, you you compound every signing there. That's that's good shit. Well, there's there's a lot of high-profile people. Players that when you name them, I go, yep, he was good. Yeah. Yep, T-Rex, played for Australia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Eddie Pettibon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay. Someone. He was okay. No, what? he was pretty good. He was good at South. Yeah. We're going to have to, you know... Our one listener from the United States, I'm going to have to get him to go to a game. He lives in Ohio. I don't know how far Cleveland. Columbus is from Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio, yeah. It might be like an hour or two to get him to go to a game. Mm. Anyway, boys, very exciting. June 19, that kicks off. So we'll be keen listeners, I'm sure, or watchers, if we can watch it. Boys, moving over back to Australia. The city versus country fixture has returned. So... New South Wales Rugby League has announced the return of City Country, of sorts, with a range of fixtures to be played on May 15 and May 16 after a four-year absence of the fixture. Previously, as we all know, a first-grade men's representative fixture was the, t- was the test, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and it acted as a pathway for the New South Wales State of Origin team. The rejuvenated or rejig concept will see City vs Country matches being played amongst multiple divisions, that being men's under-16s, men's under-18s, men's open-aged, women's open-aged, the wheelchair rugby league and the physical disability rugby league divisions. 
So my question is, would you like to see the return of city country at the first grade level for men's? Yeah, yeah. I would because I like the <laughs> idea. Some guys who are um, not even in contention step up in those games and then the questions are asked, should they now be in origin? Mm. You know? Yeah. Look, I... I disagree, I disagree just because the way that it ended, like it's a slow death. That was all. So, so it's all players disrespecting. Well, that was the concept. Well, that was the Who that was the that concept, was the clubs that was the clubs' fault, and the NRL didn't have the balls. Here, I reckon they have the balls to As step in, up to them now. So it's like, um, Victor Radley doesn't get picked for New South Wales. So yeah, play the, for city. So the city coach picks Victor Radley, and then Trent Robinson goes, "Nah, he's injured," yeah. and the NRL won't. Yeah, he is. But then Victor Radley plays four days after City yeah. Country for the Roosters. Yeah. It, it would, would have just been the simplest fix. What is he injured with? And how long is he going to be out for? How long is he going to be out, Trent? Yeah, so it doesn't... I've, rib cartilage is out for two weeks. He's not allowed to play for two weeks. Yeah, he I cannot play for that. the Roosters for two weeks. Problem solved. Yeah, Problem solved. And City Country doesn't die. Because City Country died, mate... You go back and have a look at that last city country game. Mm. It was awful. Mm. It, was, it was reserve graders yeah. basically playing. Yeah, that's right. It was mass mass player withdrawals I'll, due to fake fake injuries. I'll tell you right now, they could easily have it. There's so many players that could play for New South Wales this year that were on the cusp, and yeah, and, and I would, think and it, it would work. work. It would work. And yeah. I think also the reason why it died. Is because they used to cheat up as this the the trial the trial for for Origin. Yeah. Laurie Daly picked his team. Laurie Daly used to come out at the start of the season and say Mitchell Pierce is my halfback. So I made it's fucking it's it's March. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, because like, he, that's that's the kind of lunacy he used to he used to come up with. I he picked his seventeen before a ball kicked off round one. Where now, Freddie picks it a lot more based on form, and I think it would actually end up being more of a trial. I don't know why I'm getting so jeed up about it, because it's never coming back. It's not coming back. But, like, look, the, a big issue that people had when it got canned was, what about country? Because the whole, the whole point was to bring a rep fixture to the country, right? My yeah. solution is allocate a country area to every NRL team, and they have to play an NRL game... Maybe a trial, but at least a game in... Paradu. Paradu. Yeah. go to um, they go Northern to, Territory. They go to Northern ter- Territory. Penrith go to Bathurst. Yeah. yeah. You M- know. MG was saying this the other day where he reckons, yeah, each team needs to be allocated. It's like Group 6. Yeah. Rabbitohs, your Group 6. Yeah. yeah 100%. Okay. You look after Group 6, so they go to that <clears throat> region, but they go on the Monday. Yeah. And they play on the Saturday. Yeah. And they run clinics during yep. the week. 100%. And, and it, like, gets, it gets... You, you could even do, a, like, a country week, you know? So one round of games, or two rounds of games, yep. is playing a country play, a country area. So Tigers have Tamworth, right? Yep. Tigers have Tamworth. So say it's country week. Tigers have Tamworth. Um, the Bulldogs have the North Riverina. There's a lot of, like, things to, to knuckle out there because they I are... I reckon you the spread them, though. You have one in the first half before, before Origin... And yeah. then one in the second half yeah, of the season behind, and then at least, and like you said, they're they're not going to be playing at Tamworth twice, but do you know what I mean? Like it'll mix it up, and you could play them like because at the moment we're we're playing Origin during the middle of the year, so those lowly games, say it was like Storm Cowboys, you'd play that in 
you know, a can't, like Geelong. Say you played in Geelong from Victoria, no, or in no, the Cowboys, you, you played in Mackay. You can't. You can't take the those Origin games to them. What, no, talking about those, no, no, he's not saying that. He's <clears> saying about the extra games. Those games where the Origin players aren't playing. Yeah, yeah. you can't take them to the bush. Why? Because the people in the bush would just go fuck you. No, there's they no, wouldn't. There's no stars. Is that what you you're give, saying? No, you're, they you're wouldn't. giving us your second rate. But you're product. getting football. Nah. You reckon? You have to give them. You have to give them proper. You have to give them the proper games. Oh, I don't know about that. I oh, I just think that. Maybe you ever been to uh, my first game? They at, do. They do love it when the. When the stars I went and watched. There. Who was it that I watched play? Canberra versus Manly. <laughs> down at the border um, and yeah all the Manly players are there and they love, they love it massive turn yeah but like yeah. that's what gets young kids play footy because they look at the superstars but in saying that there are some stars yeah, right. that will be there that will not not playing not playing state of origin do you know what I mean like there will be stars there mm. yeah anyway look yeah either way look I think that's a like not, not going too, too much into depth even though we kind of have <laughs> I think the I think you know allocating one country area to each NRL club in place of co- city country is you know the way forward. They are clubs are doing it, but it's not formalised that every club mm. has a country area. Mm. And if you if we're supposedly losing the country, then this is a way to you know regain it, regain that area. But anyway, we'll move over to the NRL women's competition which is expected to expand this year with the competition increasing from four clubs to six clubs. Now, the three-time premiers, the Broncos, will enter into their fourth season along with inaugural clubs, Roosters and Dragons. The word is that the Warriors are going to be kicked out due to COVID um, issues with the Titans and Eels favourites to snatch up two spots. The Newcastle Knights... Tigers, Sharks, Bulldogs, and Rabbitohs are said to be interested in the final spot, the sixth spot. So the ARL, <coughs> the Australian Rugby League Commission has stated that they eventually want the NRL women, women's comp to represent each NRL club. So they want 16 women's teams, 16 NRL clubs. I, I, find, it, I find it bizarre that South wouldn't be the first mm-hmm. team put in it. First of all... Why? When the NRLW started, they said South had, had a team. Along with the Sharks? Along yeah. with the Sharks. And then, for whatever reason, I don't know the inner workings of it, but they took South away. Yeah. And, mate, <clears throat> I don't know. Is, like, it is it because South are too close to the Roosters? And the Roosters have got a side? And then they want, to, they want to team out West, whether it be the Tigers or Parramatta? Yeah, potentially. But, but, mate, the, the, women, like the women's comp... In South is strong in itself. Yeah, I find that bizarre. Well, the Sharks are the same. Like, like you, you think about it. Like the Roosters got in and Dragons got in, hmm. and their opposing, you know, rivals are Rabbitohs and Sharks. Hmm. And they were the two that were like, yeah, it's going to be Rabbitohs, Sharks, and two other clubs, like Broncos and Warriors. So it's um, it's national, hmm. you know. And yeah, they went with the other ones. But regardless, it looks like they're. You know, trying to amend it. Is the Warriors only going to be until COVID's done? Isn't there, yeah, probably. Isn't there a bubble? No, because what happened was last year they did the women's comp and all the Warriors players didn't weren't allowed to come over. All the women's Warriors players. Mm. women, The Kiwi women weren't allowed to come over. Mm. So the Warriors women's team got filled with Australian players. And they went, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. 
I know there's a bubble, the Trans-Tasman bubble, is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, there is, but I reckon they're just like, yeah, nah, <laughs> we're not going to commit, so. Okay. Before we move on to the NRL recap for round eight, boys, did you guys see Manu Vatavai was charged with the importation and supply of methamphetamine? No, I didn't know. You didn't see that? No. Well, he apparently got charged two years ago. Yeah. And his name was suppressed. Yeah, they do a thing in New Zealand where you can suppress for a year. Two or well, two and years. A year. Yeah. And the suppression run out last night. Yeah. Really? I didn't so, know that. So he hit Instagram and went... Hey, uh, guys. Yeah, guys, <laughs> just, just before it, get, it hits the media, um, I've, I've been charged with um, the importation and supply of methamphetamine. Um, I wanted to let you guys know before... Um, it hit the, like you know hit the news, but um, I'm gonna fight it. I'm innocent, and that's all I can tell you right now. And uh, please respect my family's privacy. Very crazy, <laughs> very crazy. Yeah, he's the only player, well, first. So someone might have done it since. He's the first player in history to score ten tries a season, ten consecutive seasons. Yeah, and been charged. With- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you mean it's like obviously he's not going to get it, but the maximum penalty is life in jail. Yeah, <laughs> big Marno. Good. Yeah, so yeah, he's um his house got raided. So in two thousand in November of twenty nineteen, and he's suppressed his name since then. So oh, yeah. okay, not crazy. That's big news. Thirty five years old now. Big dramas. <laughs> big dramas. Boys, just do it. Do a degree now. Zachary, Sini, something. <laughs> plan, plan for after football, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah, be... We don't need more Brett Dallas. <clears throat> nah, no more Brett, Brett Dallas. Dallas. Jason Smith. Who was the other one? Uh, Joel Romello. He got down in WA. Yes. Yeah. yes. Boys, let's get into the sideline stories. Round 8 NRL recap. Starting with our tips as usual. Clarky, Gildy and myself, we all picked the same this week. Six, six, and six. Clark and Gildy all tied on 45 with myself on 41. I should have, yeah, obviously picked the other two, then I would have uh, been one behind you. <laughs> so obviously we didn't pick the Tigers. Yeah. And um, the other game was uh, Titans. We'll move on to game one, boys. The Rabbitohs, 34 over the Raiders, 20. Clarky, you'll be very happy. Rabbitohs, seven straight. And the Raiders, unfortunately, four losses in a row. Their first time since 2018 have they lost that many in a row. Very, um, very strange game, I felt. It was very strange. I wonder what um, changes Mrs. Tarpany's going to make to the team this week. <laughs> that was crazy. So, for those that don't know, Joseph Tarpany's missus hit Instagram. So, she made a post on Instagram to vent her frustration at her hubby well, <laughs> being on the Ricky. being on the bench, yeah, it's it against Ricky Stewart and about how he was on the bench for fifty minutes. Like, she super, is the new coach. <laughs> super weird. It, but very I, I agree with her, mind you. I agree with her as well, but it's, you know, it's not your your contract on the line, is it? Like, very strange. <laughs> we said it. We said it before the game. What's going on down there? Yeah. Some something, something deep is happening that no one knows about yet. Maybe names are being suppressed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Like, it, seriously, the best prop in the game was last year, not even playing. Did you see what he said? Yeah, he said, I need a break. It's not my something. It's not my priority. Football's not my priority now at the moment. And he's like, I might not play Origin. It's like... Yeah, so they're, they're obviously there's some, there's some deep... He's obviously having a few... A few mental health issues. Maybe it's all these little individual things, but it's obvious. Like with, I know we're taking the piss about Joseph Tarkley's wife, but it's obviously got to a point where she, like, she's so fed up that she's lost the head yeah. and put something on social media. Like, no one thinks that's the the. No one would have advised her to do that. No way. But she's she's just frustrated as well as everyone else would be. But but there's talk of Sticky's lost the change. Change, change room. Change room. Cam- Canberra's a funny group though because if you look at um their team, they've got so many back rowers who are good mm. and have played good. Like I know, uh, you've got you know obviously you've got Tarpanay, you've got those guys who've just come back from being in trouble, Horsburgh and Corey Hiroanara, yep. Hadawid and Nida. Yep. Yeah. You've got um Hudson Young. You know and he hasn't played good the last two weeks, but he mm. was started off the season awesome. Mm. You got Tarpanay, who can probably play prop as well, but then you got other guys like Horsburgh who play play prop. And even um Ryan James, he's playing good. Do you oh, know what I mean? So probably guess the rabbits, but Yeah, but there's a lot of there's a lot of players there to pick from, so you know. It's a strange one. I personally think Tarpane is still their best player. If not their second best after Whiten. Well, look, it didn't help. Like, look, I was watching the game uh, with a few boys and the Raiders were on fire in the first half and it got, it got to half time and I said to them, Rabbitohs are going to win this. What was the score? It was, it was, it was like... 20 to... It was 6 or 12. Yeah. Tw- it was... They were ahead. Yeah. And I said, the Raiders are going to lose this because they are a first-half team. They've, they've shown the last four weeks that they can only play one half, and it's the first half. And the Rabbitohs just cruise a bit in the first, and then they just annihilate you in the second. And it happened again. They were without Papali. They were without Croker. And George Williams got injured in the lead-up to the game. Um, Hooker. Hooker. Oh, Josh Hodgson's also out. Yeah, he's going to say Croker's Cro- 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 with my shit. Yeah, so Cro- yeah. with Sebastian Christian, I don't care. He's good. Other than kick, well, what I'm saying is they don't. They didn't. It's a lot of experience. It's experience. It's experience. Yeah, it is, but he's been playing horrible. Yeah, he has been playing horrible. But well, then you can't. Then you also lose your kicker. Yeah, true. Your goal kicker. And then for the Rabbitohs, Clarky, what would you make of the second half anyway? Because that was where they they shone. Well, mate, it's just. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember who it was against. So just they don't seem to panic. No, they don't. They're so patient. Like they just sit there and just cruise and cruise and cruise, and then just wait for. It's like it's like they know they're fitter than everyone. Mm. They don't look fitter, but it's like they think or know they're fitter than everyone, and they're just like, yeah, we'll just wait till the fiftieth minute, and then just bang, bang, bang. Yep. <clears throat> that left edge it's like even even the commentators are like why the, the commentators seem baffled by how easy that left edge just seems to make it they're, they're a freak they're, they're going to have dramas this week but they're a freak they're a freak left edge actually I think they're going to have dramas for a few weeks because I don't think there's going to be a lot more pressure put on so obviously Benji's come in while Latrell's out Latrell's still out um, then there were three playmakers. You got Cody playing fullback and linking up in that, like you said, that left edge. They all link up really nice. The passes are right on time. Well, Adam Reynolds is the well, creator. But Adam Reynolds normally starts that. Yep. 
Adam Reynolds is out this week, so that moves Benji more to start it, and Cody is the only other player. So, and then they've got they've got the Storm as well. So, well, they're gonna have to move Cody back to five eight, and Benji in the halfback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, this week you lost four, like your your club, the the Rabbitohs lost four players for four to six weeks, give or take. You know the player. Um, Adam Reynolds being one to a thumb injury, Cameron Murray to an ankle injury, so Campbell Graham, uh, he, he, they reckon if it requires surgery, it's going to be six weeks. Wow. Cameron Murray is at least a month out. Campbell Graham uh, had to get a plate inserted into his hand, so he's out for at least four weeks. And is Jackson Paulo is out for six to eight weeks due to a wrist injury. Now, what are your reserve group playing? What are they playing like? How are they going this year? Well, the source, I think the source should be back. This week, yeah. Okay, so that cancelled. So Paulo. Pa- Paulo's only in there. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jackson Paulo would have been dropped after that game but on the weekend. Ca- Cameron, he's um, yeah. he's Ca- Cameron Murray, I didn't think played very well. I know he got knocked out, but he didn't really do much in that game. But um, uh, Campbell Graham had a really good game, so they'll miss him. Yeah, so. not, but <clears throat> to be fair, I don't think it would have. Um, we can't beat we we can't beat Melbourne. <laughs> For whatever reason, I don't even think... Yeah, and I think with a full squad there, it's... I mean, you guys played them in the first game. It wasn't a walkover for Melbourne. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm with you. I think the Storm will um, beat them purely, you know, not on form, just because, you know, they're, they're going to suffer a lot of injuries, uh, suffer a lot of... Um, uh, suffer from a class disparity, I think, from all the injuries that they've got. Uh, so the Storm should beat the Rabbitohs in round nine. Um, and on the flip side, you've got the Raiders, who are playing Newcastle. Now, two out of form teams, in my opinion. I can't see the Raiders losing in fifth straight. And they're at home as well. Yeah. So, and not against Newcastle. Newcastle are horrible. Yeah, Newcastle are. like. It's hard to pick anyone from that. There's probably, what, five players in the Newcastle team on the cusp of origin. It's hard to pick one of them. Yeah. I reckon Safidi, the prop, he's, just, he's starting, but... Yeah, that's other than him, that, that's it. Yeah, Clemmer's, Clemmer's like um, uh, what's the uh, prop from the Sharks' name? They've just played themselves out of playing any representative Aaron footy. Woods. Yeah, Aaron Woods. They just don't get picked anymore. Yeah, Guilty, take us into our three two ones. All right. Um, sorry, I'm just gonna go and find it. Mm-hmm. It is uh, Reynolds three. White and two. What? Just on that. White did not stop trying the whole game. He. Very unlucky in the last two tries yeah. that they didn't score. It was know. very unlucky. We need to talk about them, don't we? Yeah. To the letter of the law, they weren't tries, but far out. Like they're never. The defense is never getting him. I think. I think you have to. Cop I think that. one wasn't the first one. You got a cop. You copped the first one. That first yeah. one's a penalty. Yep. The first one you. Even though his... Benji, Benji, look, <laughs> he stopped. It, he's, he stopped in the line. Yep. That yeah. second one. The second come one. Come on, yeah. the bloke falls over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, I, don't, I thought the second one was rough. I but by the letter of the law... I don't got, even got... think it's rough. It's, that's just ridiculous, yeah. really. I'm with you on the two, but like he he deserved, he did try. He was the only one. Mate, he was close to three points. So, yeah. yeah. He, he's trying his hardest. And I'm, I'm sure in the back of his mind, origin selection is there as well. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's not why he plays. He plays like that every week. But, yeah, I can't remember him really making an error this week either. Mm. Anyway, one went to Liam Knight, um, 19 hit-ups. I think he made 140 metres or something. But in saying that, Colin Matungi also had a really good game. We sort of had a bit of an argument with regards to who was going to get the one point. Yeah. 
We'll move it on to game two, boys. The Melbourne Storm 40 over the Cronulla Sharks 14. The Storm cruise to their fifth victory in a row after a second-half romp of the Sharks, who have now suffered their fourth straight loss. Can well, someone can someone tell me? Hmm. Have you goal kicked before, Gildy? Nah. Oh, but surely, yeah. But Munster's how, still better than me. How do you can be the best player in the? I was having this conversation with my wife while we were watching the game. It's like, how can you be the best player in the world at your sport and then just kick like an eight-year-old child? He kicked. He kicked a couple over, right? He yeah, got the, but, but he, but he missed, he missed some ones that were yeah not much. too far off. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you see the reaction? That he's pretty funny. Yeah, the yeah. reaction channel. He just stands there, yeah. puts his hand over his head. Yeah, that's he's very easy to like, isn't he? Anyway, I know he's missing them, but it didn't really matter in right. the end. What would that have been? How many did he miss? I think he missed four, didn't he? Three or four. Yeah, and, and then they gave Nico Hines a go, and Nico Hines shanked it as well with three minutes to go. Mm. But look, the. The first half of that game, was, it was similar to the Rabbitohs Raiders, where the Sharks gave it to them, you know. It was 28, it was 6 all. I'm pretty sure, 6 all till the 28th minute. Yeah, and then it was, they scored 7 tries in the second half. Oh, no. <laughs> That's pretty bad. 7 tries? What are the Sharks doing? Josh Hanno, pull your finger out, mate. Oh. You're the new coach. Oh, man, he knows he's not going to be the coach. Yeah. It's just a lot, it's a lose-lose. Big Raymond Smith scoring a hat-trick. Man, he's yeah. playing really well. Yeah, he's just doing the right things. Yeah, well, he just runs the right lines. Yeah. I'll tell you one try that Cronulla did score that looked awesome. Um, what's the second rower name? He plays on the right side. Brent Nakora. Nakora had a, oh, that line that, that he ran. Right. That was a really good try. I think we said it last week. He's the best He's the best edge back rower, line runner in the comp. Yeah, I, I agree. It was, a great, it was a great try. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, but yeah they just... They just yeah. They had them in the first half, the Sharks, and it was a it was a similar conclusion for me where I went, Storm are going to come out and just belt them, and built them they did. Something really cool in that game, there was a debut for a Melbourne Storm Junior, so a Victorian Junior by the name of Dean Iremaya. Yeah, saw uh, On the wing, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know they've got someone coming through their system, and like it's been, you know. It's the second time it's happened. Mahe Fanil was the first. But it's not, it's not, you know, it's not a lot of juniors in the, what, 23 years they've been a club? Two? Is that only the second? Yeah. I thought it was the fourth. I read something that it was the fourth. Still, but, like, even if it's four. Yeah. Uh, Look, mate, they play AFL down there. Yeah, I know. It is what it is. What what are we meant to do? They don't even have a comp down there, do they? They've got comp, yeah, they do. All their juniors come from... From yeah, Queensland. They've got a comp, but it's not a yeah, it's not a competitive comp. And Western Australia, how many have they got? Do you know what I mean? They like, more than Victoria. Yeah. But like you got the most successful sporting club in Australia, and you're not producing your own juniors. Are they the most successful? Yeah, they are. They're, they're, Even every, when you take away all their grand finals, every code. Them? Oh, there you go. Hey. A bit dirty over O nine. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Yeah. Um, for the Sharkies, Will Chambers debuted in. Um, Sharks colours against his old club. Yeah. But did you say in the interview? Didn't they... even notice him. Can I say? Sorry. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. But when did Will? When did Will Chambers set it on fire? And when he was uh, playing for Australia, he's not tearing teams apart. Mm. No, that's not why he was good. He's just a good player, a good yeah. solid player playing in a really good team. Yeah. Um, when he was at 
Melbourne. They were... <laughs> they put him up in front of the media. Um, <laughs> Just <in> the <laughs> They put him up in front of the media. And he's about to debut for the Sharks, playing against the Storm. I actually found it quite nice. But they started talking about his childhood. Move from Northern Territory to Queensland when he was 12 to start playing like rep footy. And then... Craig Bellamy got him as a 17-year-old and he was his only father figure and, like, started crying. Yeah. Like, during the during just the media scrum. Yeah. I thought it was nice. Well, he got a photo with... Um, there was this uproar, and I totally disagree with the uproar because, obviously, these people never played football in their lives. After the game was finished, he got a photo with the Storm players. So he stood with all... Like, it was, he was the only one in the Cronulla jersey. He's got his arm around, like, you know, the boys, and they got a photo... And they're like, oh, he's a, he's a Cronulla player. How could he? When like, when was it? After the it game. A, it was after the game. But they're, they're his mates. That's yeah. the thing. People like, forget. He's a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Like, yeah. that's right. But, um, yeah, overall, you know, the Storm, it, like the Rabbitohs, were in cruise control until they wanted to put it on. Um, and they showed that in the second half. And we've already spoken about them. This week they've got the Rabbitohs. They're probably going to win, in my opinion, based off the injuries that the Rabbitohs have. For Cronulla, mate, they've got another mountain to climb. They're, they're playing the Panthers. Yeah, they're going to get smacked. They're playing the Penrith Panthers in Penrith. They're going to get smashed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gildy, uh, three, two ones for the Storm Sharks game, please. Harry Grant, three. Uh, Rima Smith with a hat trick, two. And Hughes, the halfback, one. Beautiful. Game three, the Brisbane Broncos, 36 over the Gold Coast Titans, 28. Now, this was lauded as a, as a crazy game, and it really was when, you know, the Titans got up 22-0 after 15 minutes, and then they leaked 30-odd points. Titans got one back. And funnily enough, here's a good stat for you boys. That was the Broncos' 13th halves pairing in 46 games. That's crazy, eh? Milford and Tyson Gamble make it 13. I can also say, Milford didn't do much. He still didn't do much. Mate, the Titans lost the game. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Jamal Fogarty was on fire at the first the first quarter of the game. <sighs> um, uh, as, we'll, as we'll drive into the brewery, Clarky, uh, Gildy and I heard on the news that Fafida only made four runs in the first half. Mate, um... And they finally ripped on his defensive... Fanslam messaged me yesterday. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it looks like the commentators are getting on board with my... My, um... What he said. His what talk he said the other day, yeah. David Fafita. Just his... It's all, it's all for show. Hmm. All his runs, all his... He doesn't do the hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Man, showing. I, I just think, with that, like, um... We can say that. And maybe he should go looking for the ball more in his own half. Um, maybe we should be blaming the halves because if if he's got a corridor to run in and he's been told to stay in that corridor, get him the ball any way you can. And if he's not coming in looking for it, get him the ball. Yeah. I've got to bring up Jermaine Ozarko. He he did some things in that game that were the crazy. Like that step yeah. from a kick return absolutely axed the Titans' defence. Broke through, gives it to Gamble. Gamble gives it back to um, the inside player, and they score a try. It was a crazy turn of events that probably like kept them on that momentum swing, and ultimately, their fullback and their forwards broke their four-game losing streak for the Broncos, and 
the Titans came to a, a third loss in a row. That's the Broncos' second week, uh, second win of the season. In round nine, they've got the Cowboys. Another game they could potentially win. I think they'll win. It's a it's a game that's fi- that's a fifty fifty, just because. Who's at home? Uh, the Cowboys are. <sighs> so, it's another game that's a bit you know, you know who 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 you picking there? Let's get a coin out and just you know go with it. I'm gonna pick Brisbane. For the Titans, they've got West Tigers at Campbelltown. Man, that's a coin toss as well, because who knows what will show up for the Tigers. <laughs> the last time I remember the Titans playing there, Jared Hayne debuted for the Titans. <laughs> who and he won? Goes, and he'd he get the field goal, and he's like, this is my house. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now his house is going to be the jail. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, look, for the Titans... The, yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting game. That would be. It sucks I'm going to be at a wedding. I won't be able to watch it. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, Tigers Titans. What you what you said? What Tigers team is going to rock up? Yeah, that's but right. But even if the good one does, the good Titans team might rock up. So who knows? That's See, a... everyone has this weird. Everyone has this. Oh, Tigers are playing like a. They'll win this. It's like I'm pretty no, sure. I'm pretty sure like statistically there. No, but I don't think it has been for ten years. Yeah. I think their. I think their record at Campbelltown. It's an interesting fact that you is said 10 years. is surpri- is surprisingly good. It's interesting you said 10 years, because that's the same amount of time Luke Brooks has been their halfback. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, well, um, I don't it, know. He, he, anyway, we'll get to his game, but he was shit. Anyway. <laughs> Look, the Titans, um, uh, a big loss for them in that game. In my opinion, a, a prospect for winger for Queensland was Corey Thompson. He's done his ankle now. I don't yeah, know how long is he? I don't know. Yeah, so right. they're still assessing him as we speak. But, mate, that's, um, that's a big loss. Yeah, he's been playing awesome. I think he's been mad. So, for that game, Guilty, Broncos, Titans, what are our three, two, ones? Uh, we're giving Ozarko three. Mentioned Haas already, he got two. And Gamble got one. I mean, effort wise, he's a bit like Clint Cutherson. He's 100% effort. Skill wise, he's five or six. But anyway. Game four, the Penrith Panthers, 28 over the Manly Seagulls, 16. Penrith are the first team since the Melbourne Storm in 2012 to go eight wins in a row to start the season. And the Panthers are now 25 wins from 26 games. Crazy, that's crazy, that's that. That is unbelievable. Mate, well, it, 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 it's, it's showed the return of Coruscant as well, that game. So Appy Coruscant took Mitch Kenny's spot in the hook. Yeah, hole. I didn't think he did anything different than Mitch Kenny. Nah, he didn't do but, anything special, but I know he's there. He's, he's there, he's player. doing his thing. And, look, in my opinion, boys, that was a, another game that Penrith were in control of because Manly didn't score tries that were clinical. They, like, they got that Tommy Trebovich try, which was insane, by the way. Intercept. The intercept. And but did you notice what they did was they know that he, they're strong out there on the right. Sorry, on the left for Panthers. So Trebovich was put on there on the wing. Mm. He was hanging out there on the wing as a defense, like trying yeah. to stop that defense somehow, and he did. Well, that's clever, clever tactics from Desi. And he's fast. I was just see Desi blow up. Yeah, Desi he lost his mind at half time. Almost ripped the door off. Not this time, but why <laughs> <laughs> <like> that? <laughs> but it's like that. What you just said then, to your point, that shows that the 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 Manly Seagulls. I know that a lot of their game plan is Tommy Turbo, yeah. but with him back, they are utilizing him properly. They're utilizing their the team around him properly. And they, they were in the game against Penrith. Fuck, he's good. That's right, he's good. And I was an intercept, but it wasn't a clean intercept. Like, 
he was even he Stevens with, with a lot of players, and he's just so fast. Yeah. And then you got bloody Jason Saab scored that try he's on the wing. And, mate, he's faster than that O'Carr. Yeah, he's, he's the, I'd say he's the fastest in the comp right now. Look, but look, when he moved around, um, Edwards, poor Edwards. Look, he's had two in a row. Yeah, but he's playing really well. He just... Stafford Tower got him on that one, that yeah. palm. But this one... Just man, you axed. just can't. You just can't. There's no substitute for speed. Yeah. Saab's got some serious speed. Yeah, he does. Well, it's a good turnaround for Manly. Look, they just uh, their their win streak got broken against Penrith, which was expected. But the game was, you know, one to twelve. They lost one to twelve. They scored a few points as well. That's the thing. Yeah. Penrith don't normally let many points in. Yeah, that's right. But um, not to take anything away from Penrith, mate. The Brian Toto again shines like mate. He's his duck and weave try like try setup was insane. The, so that's one where Edward started the the gave the toe, then he ducked underneath. What's the um the center's name from Manly who came from Canterbury, who actually played pretty good. Morgan Harper. Morgan Harper. He Morgan ducked Harper's under Harper. Yeah, he more, he ducked under Harper. Well, his defense is pretty good normally, but Toe is like four foot tall, so he ducked under Harper. Yep. And then he just ran out right over the top of Cherry Evans, like absolutely over the top of him. Yeah. And then they gave the ball to Burton, and Burton kicked off his left foot back inside, and Edward scored that try. That was a great try. Yeah, 100%. 233 metres, 20, who's, who's 20 runs, Tom. Tom. Yeah, one try. Still Man. didn't crack 100 points in Supercoach. Yeah. I don't understand how that works. <laughs> because <laughs> He got the same points as last week. He's amazing. He got the same points yeah. last week, and he ran for 100 Meters you know less. they have those. Um, I don't know if they you watch it. They have those VB Harden much harder oh, smoker. Yeah. The Harden. I don't know how they get it, but if he doesn't get it every week for them, that's yeah. crazy. Mate, he's doing all the right things to knock down the door to be selected for the Blues. Mate, if they don't pick him, they're fuckwits. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, so you've got to pick. This... We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. No, no, we'll no. We'll, we'll bring it up because I brought it up with my father-in-law watching okay. this game. Who's yeah. a Panthers fan? Yep. Yeah. And he goes, oh, when are you doing your origin teams for the podcast? I'm like, oh, I think we're doing it this week. And I go, I don't have, I don't have Toto in my team. And he just looks at me. And I'm like, who do you have? And he goes, I'll have Toto and Turbo. I'm like, so you don't have the Fox? And he goes, oh. He goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like, so who's missing out? And just ignores me and keeps watching the footy. Uh, because it's not like really, you're, you know, like you're leaving Toto out for like some. He didn't ignore you, man. He was thinking. <laughs> well, he didn't, go, he didn't get back to me. He's still thinking. <laughs> Look, we will get into it because today we are going to talk about our New South Wales Blues teams. Yeah. But that is a massive point. But uh, you're not uh, leaving them out for some spastic. That's right. Come That's on. exactly right. Come on. Um, but yeah, look. He's got to be there, mate. <laughs> He's too good. Anyway. Look, we'll get straight into. Yeah, us. he didn't even get points. He didn't. We didn't even give him points. Yeah, well, I, I, <laughs> didn't know that we gave him points. Mate, we gave him a point. I reckon we probably should. <laughs> <laughs> now the stats have come out. Sorry, sorry, Liam Martin. <laughs> yeah, you're out, Liam. Um, uh, yeah, we'll get into him now, Gilly. Right, well, Cleary got three. I bag Cleary all the time, but the last couple of weeks he started awesome and he's been playing awesome. He's been playing what I expect the best half in the comp to be playing at. Uh, Turbo got two and deserved it. He was dangerous the whole game. And we've got Tyler as a one. Yeah. But Liam Martin played good. And, you got um, Liam Martin written down there, though, Gilly. Yeah, but we're changing it. <laughs> and Fisher Harris. And Fisher Harris also played really good. But Todd, you just can't not give him points. Right, he deserved them. Sorry, boys, I didn't um, bring up uh, next week. Obviously, we spoke about Penrith playing Cronulla. 
that's um that's gonna be a whitewash uh, for the Manly Seagulls. They're playing the Warriors at Lotto Land. Now that's another team, the Warriors, that you just Mate, don't close know. Game. Gonna, close game. Close game. I'm picking Manly, but I'll pick Manly game. because of Tommy Turbo. Yeah. And you know, Origins around the corner, but um. Yeah, the Warriors just don't know who's going to turn up. I think Manly will just be that little bit of class above them. Game five, the Parramatta Eels, 32. The Canterbury Bulldogs, 10. Guilty. Oh. Yeah. I will be getting a photo with our, um, you know, Guilty's beloved jersey. Mine, not so beloved. Poopy jersey. The Parramatta Eels jersey. Was that 1999? Yeah, Guilty. I'm going to be getting a nice uh, photo with that (laughs) ugly jersey. But... You'll be you'll be uh, very um, happy to know that I put the poll up on Instagram. If the eels could win by twenty or more, sixty-five percent of our listeners and followers said that the eels would beat the bulldogs by twenty plus points. And I thought you had twelve and a half start. No, no nineteen and a half. Nineteen and a half, and a half oh. start. Yeah. And if it was twelve and a half, I, yeah. I wouldn't have been worried. <laughs> I thought I thought it'd be close again. Yeah, mate. I so did I. Cause yeah, but look, thirty five percent of the uh, the stupids, like me thought you know maybe the dogs won't lose by by nineteen and a half, but they did. And Parramatta are now seven from eight. Conversely, the dogs are one from eight. Unfortunately, we are anchored at the bottom of the table. Overall, I thought no one wanted to be there. The Parramatta Eels nor the Dogs wanted to yeah, be there. Yeah, I don't there. think if you went for if you didn't go for either of those sides, it wouldn't have been a super game to watch. Oh, it was it was. G- Gutho had a binder, but uh, but other I mean, no one really. Two hundred and sixty-one meters. Yeah, yeah. Like, mate, is that the re- is that all close to the record? That's close to the record, right? No, it's no the record's like three hundred and sixty. Ah, ten more. But like, which they took, they took him off. Has. Yeah, they took him off at yeah. ten minutes to go as well, mind you. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They gave him a rest. They were saying the Ferrari's been put in the yeah, garage. That's right. Yeah, they like they got one of the Ferraris off the field. Like, Who said that? No, one of the commentators. One of the Fox commentators. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Corey Parker, who shouldn't be on there. But it was good to see Madison finally got a game after being, what, four or five weeks ago? Yeah, he was, and he was solid. But did notice that um started on the right side. So it was really weird. Like... They um they started Junior Paulo off the bench, mm-hmm. and they started Sean Lane off the bench, and they used um, Oregon Kafusi. Oregon Kafusi as a start. Went really well. Mm-hmm. He's not Junior Paulo, but it just shows that if Origin comes around, I think we've got a few. Yeah, I like doing that. This so do I. This yeah. part of the season with rather... the right teams though. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like I think they went okay. Bulldogs aren't the strongest team. Do yeah. it against the strongest team. You yeah. know, do do it against a, a team like the Bulldogs. So. Yeah. Yeah, look, a um, couple of things in that game. Um, like I said, I thought it was a, a bit of a bludge. I thought the Eels scored some very soft tries. Like, Gutherson went to the right. Avrilo missed him, so he spun out. He's like, oh, no one's covering. I'm just going to put the ball down now. And everyone's just like, oh, he scored. Yeah. yeah. It was just one of those games. But not to take anything away from Gutho, he, he ripped up, and so he should. Um, I thought there was a thing, we spoke about it on the drive here, Guilty, in regards to CMA Fanai. Um, who played well he, he did play well but there's a bit of controversy controversy with uh, a hit up of his where he ran with his knee up and he hit Nathan Brown in the hip ultimately Nathan Brown was running when the Bulldogs made a break and he just dropped he got snipered mm-hmm. and now he's out for the next four to six weeks due to a hip injury he's got a hip flexor injury as a result but on CM out of Fanai Gilly I know that we, we spoke about it but you know there was there was a yeah, see him. See him. put put this massive hit on 
Sean Lane. Folded him, yeah. And in, in, in real time, you go, fuck, that's a crazy hit. And everyone's G'd up. All the Bulldogs are G'd up. No penalty. You replay it, and, you know, there's that same question that we argued about last week. Is it a shoulder charge? And... I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Right? It shouldn't be. It was a great hit. Yep. I want it to be hit, but it's got to be fair all the way through, and that's why I didn't like the Talakai one. That's 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 the that's the argument. So, you, I think you're onto something here because I was so staunch about Talakai's one, and then I look at at um, see Manor for Nyes. It's the same. And if hit. that hits him in the head, yeah. If it, but but that's not what he got charged for. He got charged for a soul charge. And yeah, that's, that's the issue. But they probably would have looked at it like a shoulder charge if it hits him in the head more so than the way you know hit but him you under the ball. You can't referee like that. I know it's inconsistent. Yeah, and that's the thing that you know. So I game. just want to say that they made the right call this time. They made the wrong call last time. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Kaki, what did you think? That was the same hit, same hit as Talakai's, except it didn't hit him in the head. So Talakai's was a shoulder charge. That's a shoulder charge, and he probably needs to be suspended for a week or two. Simple. Well, four weeks. Well, four, he didn't hit him in the head. Talakai got four weeks because he got hit because okay. he hit him in the head. But look, we'll move on. Listen, man, that guy chinned Talakai in the shoulder, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Aggressively chinned him in the shoulder. It was an attempted bite. Yeah, really. that's right. <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to bring something up before we move on. There was an issue, and it was against the Eels, and I, I really didn't like it. Like we bet, like the Bulldogs better. Fitted from this call, but it was really poor. So Flanagan's kicked the ball, and someone's hit him as he's kicked it, right? They hit him late. They didn't hit him as he was in the yeah, air. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about before. They hit him late, right? And there was a tackle or two after... It went for three. It was Opacek. Yeah, there was like, it was like second or third tackle, and the ref went, beep, beep, beep. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back, to, we're bringing it back to the kick where Flanagan got hit off the ball. You didn't call it. It's yeah. done. See what it should be is just, um, if it's an issue, it should be dealt with by the judiciary later. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they, what they you would don't, usually You don't stop do. the game and come back. You three tackles. No way. It was so I think poor. what they said, though, their defence was, oh, we were playing advantage on it or something like that. Yeah, but not, if you, you play one tackle, yeah. Yeah, Not, not two agree. or three. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know. That was... And then what advantage would you get? I think, it, I think it was Opacek. I think it was Opacek. If, anyway. if it's if like the defensive caught if the defense has caught the ball, there's no advantage to the Bulldogs. So what advantage would you be playing? Yeah, true. Yeah. So anyway, we'll move on to the three two oh, ones. Well, oh, sorry. Also, no, like we'll, we'll what I was going to say is, uh, Parramatta got the Roosters this week. Big game, big game at Parramatta Bank West. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, that's what I was going to. That's my bad, bro. I was going to bring that up. Um, yeah, the, it's the Friday night game. Uh, I Look, the Roosters, we will get into them. They're the next game. They are suffering from a, a lot of injuries. But, um, mate, the Eels always play well at home. This is going to be a big game. It's going to be a gigantic game. Yeah. Friday night. Hey. Mm. Hopefully it's not raining. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd be mad. Um, on the flip side, you got the Bulldogs playing the Dragons in Cogra. Boof. Uh, Man, the, the Dragons played crap. The Dragons were a shithouse against the Tigers. Yep. But, um... That's another. That's a fifty-fifty, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I really, I, I agree. I think that, you know what? I came good on the dragons. I went, look at them. They beat the Eels. They're going, they're going good. Yeah, and, the, and they how many came, have they lost now? Uh, they've two lost. Three? They've lost. Uh, uh, how many have they lost now? Yes, yeah, two or three, easy. 
and you know the supporters like got up us because of how we we kind of ripped ripped them at the start and then they came good they're playing right now how I expect them to play yeah and that's sorry exactly life right. yes that's the facts yeah but look <laughs> guilty three two ones three two ones uh, Gutho Blinder three Papali another awesome game uh, two and Cardi Party mate one mate, he's doing well Cardi Party yeah He's doing well. I really like him. And you know what? If Nathan Brown is out for an extended period, it's not a bad person to have. Uh, he's doing well with yeah. the side around him as yeah. well. Game six, the Sydney Roosters 38 over the Newcastle Knights 4. A slaughter in Newcastle. Uh, but that was all overshadowed by two massive injuries to the Roosters. One being Lindsay Collins and the other, Brett Morris, both suffering from the same knee injury. ACL injuries. Confirmed, yeah. And, mate, very upsetting news because the likelihood of Brett Morris retiring is 99% now. And yeah. it's probably not I, right. I, I heard today it's, it's a retirement injury. That's it. Yeah. No, mate, he was... Well, even if he wasn't... Re- even if he'd had another year of his contract, he'd probably retire if yeah. he's unsigned. Yeah. feel sorry for him because he's been playing awesome. But. Yeah. Uh, was he the captain as well? No. Was his brother, was it? No, it was... Um, on the weekend. Mate, positive, it was one of them. No, I think it was Brett Morris on the oh, weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Positive. Yeah. Oh. Mate, did you, did you see the scenes in the shed afterwards? Mate. No, I didn't. Well, oh. I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. He was basic... Like, he was all but crying. I think he'd already been crying and he was just sitting there and all the boys were coming into the shed. And then, I can't remember, someone was, some, someone was sitting next to Brett Morris and then Josh walked in. And Josh was just like obviously kicked the bloke out and hugged him and he's crying some more. And Brett Morris started crying more. It was mate, it was heartbreaking because yeah. mate, never met the blokes, but I don't think there's anyone nice. It doesn't seem like there's anyone nicer in the game than the Morris boys. They're um looking to coach. Both of them are looking to coach as well. So yeah. Yeah. that's that's been in the media lately a lot. Well, they're gonna keep Brett Morris around for the rest of the year as you would. Yeah. Um, I think the Roosters keep all their injured players around just to make sure they... Part of the team. You know, it's like, yeah, you're part of the team. And also, like, those that are in their position, you know, they're like, oh, fuck, I've got to step up. Cause Mate, he was, was, he was a leading try scorer. Mate, if I was Matt Ikevalu, yeah, it's was. like, who... <laughs> you want Brett Morris there. Yeah, of course. Or even um, Suwali. Or Joseph Suwali. Well, this is going to be his daughter. He was 18th man this week. So this is yeah, his... they're talking about getting closer. Mm. But... Um, the coach came out early and said he's not playing, so don't worry about it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. With Teddy, Teddy still under the ring, they'll probably give him another week, I reckon, being the Roosters with a HIA, they against always power. give him an extra week. Against power? Mate, I don't think they care. Oh. I honestly don't think they care. Mate, they just retired Jake Friend. They've put, they put Boyd Gordon on the sideline for oh. 12 weeks. I don't think they care who they play. Oh. It's crazy. Like, uh, Is Teddy, Was Teddy that bad? But they they just take it they they, they take, take it, it seriously. seriously yeah, yeah but and that man if that was anyone else Teddy well, plays I expect Teddy to be playing this week if that was anyone else Teddy plays last week guilty I'll, I'll bring up something um, that you you brought up in week one of this podcast um, you said you know Brett Morris is along the line you said something along the lines of Brett Morris if he lasts a whole season you know he'll be all right. But you kind of alluded to the fact that he he will get injured. I didn't think he'd get injured like this. I don't wish it on him. I know you, know you wish mean? it, but like you, you, you said that. And you, I expect an older guy to get injured. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and your prediction was right. And, you know... Because we were talking about Swali. Yeah, that's right. 
And then going over to Clucky a couple weeks ago. Best winger um, in the world. You said he was ever. The best, best, one of the best wingers uh, in the he's world. The, he's the, the best. Moment. He's the best winger. No, he's the best winger I've ever seen. Yeah. Me personally, I've ever seen. It's not a. It's not a. It's not an easy feat, and it's not something that you just throw around. But that is not far fetched at all. What I mean, you've said. The worst right? game. He's in my top three. Yeah. The worst game he would have ever had. Well, I can't remember. Would be a, a would be a seven out of ten. Well, I can't. I can't remember. Um, he, he was. They were trying to make him. Well, not make him, but I'm pretty sure he wanted to be a fullback at the at the Dragons for a long time. There. Well, when when he went to the Dogs, he went as a fullback for a couple it's of just, games. Uh, he's a he's a winger. But but we we're playing in the centre this week. But the craziest thing is, is that from the from the moment he started the Dragons, going over to the Dogs, then going to the Roosters, he never lost his consistency over that mm. decade yeah. plus. Because he doesn't make errors. He's just a guy who doesn't make errors. It's crazy. He's fast. But like defensively, he's a gun, and that's what yeah. you want. Like, that, like I love a defensive player, but he backed it up with that as well as his attack. There's never those. Goes for the corner and there's that little bobble. Nah, never. Never. never, does it. I know, never. It doesn't it's make a errors. try every single time. Yeah. And look, I watched video footage of um on NRL physio of Lindsay Collins' injury. Mate, yeah. his shin goes ahead of his bloody knee. It's disgusting. That's a shame for Queensland. Yeah. But that's a huge loss for Queensland. Yeah. Massive. He was huge last year he for was. him and he was playing really him and, well. Him and Welch would be great to if Papali's not playing. For sure. Yeah. But look, we both, uh, on the podcast, we both, uh, we all wish those two a speedy recovery, but we will talk about the game itself. Um, Tedesco was scratched from this game with Joe Manu filling in at fullback, and guilty Sam Walker. Mate, yeah, he had had a great game. He was, from the start, you know, I've said a few times that um, Hutchinson, the other half, is sort of game managing Mm. for most of, man, Walker's the... Mate, dominant half at this point. Five tries and one try for himself. Freak. Mate, that yeah, is... Freak. And he, got belted. Yeah, he got smashed. He's got shoulder injuries. Yeah. Got and he got, he got a bloody... He got a, a stinger, like a burner. Yeah. And, mate, you're like... He's... he's There's a second Safidi brother who's yeah. a monster. Jacob. Got him. Yeah. And, um, mate, it looked like he was... Oh, he's, he's, his shoulder's fucked. And the commentary were talking about it. They're like, oh, Sam Walker's got shoulder injuries. La, 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 Because he's 78 kilos. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, gonna have to get on the look. Gonna have to get on the gym program mm. in the off season. Getting the peptides. Uh, but he's played five games. He's already scored three tries, nine try assists, seven line break assists. He played awesome so against Newcastle. The Broncos didn't think he was gonna make it. Morons. Morons, all right. I'll tell you something else about him. So he's. Dad and his uncle obviously both played. Two uncles played, but his dad and the uncle were the coach for which man? Which um Ipswich Jets? Ipswich Jets, right? Yeah, that's right. And I don't know if you remember. A couple of years ago, they changed the way the game was played. Yeah. So they don't do any long kicks. They do all short kicks. They continue keep the ball in play. So if you can get an offload away, get the offload away. Rubber it was a really interesting way, and, and I think they actually took the team to the grand final. Yeah. I don't know if they won. No, no, they, they won the they, they, they won, won the and then, they won the Queensland Cup. I don't think they won the. The state championship. The state championship. But I think they took them to two Queensland Cups. They won one one year, and they might have lost the second one, right? But what um, uh, Brad Fittler and Andrew Johns, I can't remember what uh, program I was watching them, listening to them on, but they were talking about how he doesn't play to forms like kids are coached these days. So he's not they're, not, they're not coached in shapes. So you know where the shape's coming, you know who to pass the ball to. 
he's all ad lib, and that's what makes him special. And he's going to be a good player as long as he can steer away from injury. Fun fact, they did win the state championship. They beat the Newcastle Knights 26-12 to 12 in 2015. Yeah, that would have been the first one. That would have been the first one. Nah, the first one was 14. Okay. Because yeah. I remember um, after that, and for a couple of years after that, those two guys, Ben Walker and um, Shane, are still going for coaching jobs. And initially when that happened, they were sort of... People were looking at them as the next coach. And I think the Titans were really looking at them closely And the well. Warriors. And they've been passed over, but they're still about. Do you know what I mean? And, and this is a product from obviously one of them. Do you yep. know what I mean? So 100%. And then something that happened in that game, which was astounding, they lost Brett Morris and Lindsay Collins... And they ran out of subs, so they had eleven on the field, and still scored a try. So, so I don't understand that they ran out of subs. You can't sub. You, you, so you've got to stay on eleven. You've got to stay on eleven. Yep. So what? How long did they have eleven on the field for? It would have been for uh, eight minutes. Do you know what? Like that? If that's the rule, that's the rule. I understand you run out of subs. Eight minutes is is too long and in the NRL match. For not for injuries, more injuries would occur in that situation. I don't, I don't like that at all. That's I don't know how you like fix that. it. Always yeah, like that. I don't always, like it. Always, 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 like always. And mate, Lindsay Collins and like I said, they're both and Brett Morris were both off the field for eight minutes, and they still scored a try and didn't let one in. That's come on, <laughs> that's crazy. But that tells me that Newcastle. It, it doesn't. It, yeah, and they're they, not in the top four. Nah. Fuck they're not in the top four, bro. <laughs> In fact, they're probably out of the eight. Shit. <laughs> um, I'm good. I thought the switch to fullback for Joey Manu was a masterstroke. He's, I, I love him as a centre. He's just as good as a fullback. He's a gun. 225 run metres. Yeah, he played well. Do you know who was quiet? Ponga. Ponga's come oh, back and played really, up, really well. Yeah. He did but, set up a cracker try, but yeah, you're right. Not, not, not like he... Mate, he fell off a few. Yeah. He fell off a few. Yeah. And, and the other player played good. Oh, well, both second rows from the Roosters played good. Um, I can't say his last name. Uh, Tupanua. And Tupanua, yeah, yeah. Both played really good on both sides of the field. Super yeah. strong. Because, well, yeah, next week, looking looking to round nine, uh, the Roosters have, like we spoke about, Parramatta in Para. I think they've got a mountain to climb with all the injuries that they... Man, they've still got they're players. Like, they, they've got Takiyahu played off the bench this week. Um, they've got Wera Hargroves plays off the bench. Like we we two weeks ago, he he got our player of, player of the match. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like they've still got these gun players. Like like Suwali, who knows what what's going to happen there? Mm. Um, I think it'll be close, mm. even with those injuries. And then for Newcastle, again, we've spoken about them playing against the Raiders on. Saturday oh, man, in Canberra. I'm picking the Raiders. Just a fact check on that one. You said that it was a home game. It is a home game, but it's play, again played at Wagga. Oh, who's that? The Canberra Knights game. McDonald's Park. Oh, still, still, still way closer to Canberra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think... Oh, I that's think, good. That's a country game. Yeah, yeah, it is a country game. And Canberra should should beat them, but, you know, they're, they're unpredictable. But, um, guilty. 3-2-1s for that game. Phone's turned off. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got Walker three, Crichton two, and Josh Morris, even with the injury, he got one. Brett Morris. Sorry, Brett Morris. Brett Morris, yeah. with the injury, got one. Really? Game seven, the New Zealand Warriors 24 over the North Queensland Cowboys 20. 
Jason Tomalolo made his long-awaited return from two broken hands. We were surprised last week that he didn't break his third. His foot. <laughs> and, um, yeah, this one was uh, the debut of Reese Walsh in the 5'8 position. Second game, but he got moved to the 5'8 role. Um, mate, he, he had a cracker game. It's probably, it's probably a smarter idea. Why? Like, rather than have an RTS on the wing. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, but, but yeah, true, but you've got now Reese Walsh, who's tiny, playing in the front line. That's yeah. a drama. Yeah. But look. Anyway, yeah. you've got to get him on the field. Obviously, from what we saw, um, you've got to get him on the field. He's, uh, he's a game-breaker. Yeah. He's like a little ponger. We talked about it. Yeah, that's right. But there was a game of two halves. The Warriors dominated the first half, Cowboys the second. I thought the Warriors got robbed... A legitimate try in the second half. Yeah, Reese Walsh absolutely, absolutely like it, mate. it came off his. It came off uh, current shot. Current who's playing awesome? Can I just say? Yep. It came off his shot and gone backwards. Yeah. And it, even the commentators are going. It's gone forward. Yeah. We watched it about four times and yeah. it went backwards. It went more back every time we watched yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But to your point, Josh Curran is killing it. Just a no namer. That you Mate, know. he'd be on league minimum, and he's just pushed his way into that side. No one, he's he's the best second row. Oh, that's not fair. Tyler Harris, Harris is pretty good as well, yeah. but Curran stands out, especially in that the Aboriginal headgear he wears. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But mate, the the Warriors he made forty three tackles. Yeah, and he's he's in everything. He's busy. You know what I mean? He's a good player. Mate, the Warriors are um, a funny side. Like they they're another side that plays in patches and they play really well in those patches and then they just go to sleep they don't play poor they just go to sleep it's been the Warriors for 20 years I know but like oh yeah I guess so far out like you just want to see them play that full 80 because the, they've got the cal- they've got the, the, the cattle there to oh, do yeah, it oh they're coming if, if they're not there they're, they're, like we spoke about um, the first try even with um, that young Santa what's his name again your mate, oh, Barry. Rocco Berry. Mate, Rocco. Do you know what I mean? Look, they're looking, right? and they've got that Chanel Harris Tavita's not even playing. Do you know what I mean? Like, so they're and, missing players and as well. Fanua Blake, Fanua Blake as well. Of they've, course. Got a, they've got a lot of injuries. Yeah, did yeah. Kane? Evan, I didn't see Kane Evans out there, but anyway. But your boy Rocco Berry he bagged his first try, Clarky. Yeah, but he did, like I think we said it last week. He just looks like a footy player. Yeah. Um, Man, he's good. He's gonna be good. Mm. And then, yeah, on the flip side, you got the Cowboys. Do you know who reminds me of? Just yeah. reminds me of Joey Marno a bit. That's who he reminds me of. Yeah. Rocco Berry. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. That's a bit cool. Yeah. I love Joey. Yeah. Flipping over to the Cowboys, again, they, they, they're a side that plays in, in patches, and they're another side that's like, oh, I'm going to decide to play this half well and the other one not so well. They've done it against the Dogs, they did it against the Tigers. Uh, you know they've done they've done it against Warriors and they finally paid the price for a side that was just that little bit better, and yeah, I don't think Tomalolo's impact is was as big. Man, maybe you, that's because it, of Todd Payton's use a question, of him. Right? Here's a question, right? They've got uh, Tomalolo for ten years. This is a ten year contract he's got, mm. right? If you win for two years and lose for three years, isn't that better than just being an average team for five years? Mm. You've got to use him. Use him to how he's meant to be played. He's meant to be played 50, 60 minutes, not 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So. I think that's crazy what Peyton's doing now. I've looked at how they're doing it. They're not winning. It's not working. Go back to it where it worked. Yeah. Look, that game was 
to look in my opinion, honest opinion, it was a whatever game. Yeah, of course. Um, there's honestly two thousand people in the crowd at Central Coast. They didn't care. <laughs> yeah, look, there's not much more to say about this game. Um, the the Warriors next week. Uh, they have Manly in Manly. The Cowboys playing at home against the Broncos. Two fifty-fifty games. Or the Warriors, not so much. Probably sixty-forty, um, just because they're away. Or seventy-thirty actually, because of Tommy Turbo. And then the Cowboys Broncos is is a fifty-fifty, just because. Who the Cowboys playing? The Broncos. And that's, I'm picking the Broncos. Yeah, like I just I don't know. They're just like another game. They're both out of form Queensland teams that are so uninteresting to watch. Queensland are shit. Oh, they are. Uh, all teams. Yeah, all three of them. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the next game, this cracker. <laughs> Before we move on, <laughs> three two ones, guilty. Uh, uh Reese Walsh three, Tohu Harris two, and uh two of Arsashek got one. Clarky, to your um excitement, we'll move on to the Tigers Dragons game. Tigers getting up sixteen. Over the Dragons, eight. Um, in front of a sold-out Wynn Stadium, believe it or not, for what was honestly a scrappy, scrappy game. I'll tell you, I watched it, and it was boring. Yeah. Boring game of footy. But it was mistake after mistake. There's was, there was 23 or 25 mistakes. It's sold out. It's 12,000 on the NRL website. Oh, mate, from what I... Did the eyeball test guilty? Eyeball test. I like it. Mate, yeah. There was <laughs> it was like, sold out, Clarky. There was, <laughs> there was little patches in the corner. It, it was it was a mad atmosphere. But, yeah, mad atmosphere for... for yeah. you know, the only interesting thing about it, I'll tell you right now, was the debut of Zach Sinney. He had his little crowd. They, 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 they loved it. He was a cult hero, instant cult hero for the Tigers. He had his buddy Bay of supporters there. And they kept zooming into him. When he scored his try in the corner... They they had a tr- like him scoring and then like going up. It looked like a bloody soccer match. They uh, it was very Charlie Staines esque. Yeah, it, it was. Very yeah, similar. and it's cool. It's really good for the game. I love it. But yeah, he. I thought he had a solid debut. I thought he did what he had to do. He didn't fuck up. Other than that, I can't really talk about this game too much. It was one it was of, a scrap. It was a scrap heap. One of my mates sent me a message. <laughs> he Tigers fan. He goes, Boris Becker's playing for us. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. But. Yeah, that that that. Look. Mate, I tell you who else played good on his side. I tell you, he's got a pretty good shoulder to lean on when the bloke turns up. Joey Lavo played pretty good, mate. And he's up against Bird, Bird. which is not shit. He's not Bird. shit. Bird, fuck yeah. Jack Bird. Yeah. He ran over the top of him. Yeah, look, he, he he wasn't playing the way that we had lauded him the first few rounds. You know what I mean? Mate, I watched an article, uh, an interview. Um, they were to- the interviewers were talking to. Um, the St. George coach, uh, Hook, and they brought him up. And Hook sort of said that um, Bird's a funny kind of guy. If you talk to Bird, he believes he's the best player in the comp. That's how he That's how he talk, How he sees himself. He believes, you talk about three best players, yep. Bird puts himself in that range. Well, he's got to pick it up a bit if he wants to be one of the best players in the comp because he played shit. Yeah. And well, I've heard, I heard stories about him when he was... <laughs> When he was at um, the Sharks, it was his second year, and something that they would, it was, I think it was back in like heavy in the block days, or block for block for block yeah. for block. <laughs> Apparently, he's just gone to Jimmy Maloney. It's like, mate, just give me the fucking ball, I'll score. <laughs> That's like a great in, attitude. It's like in the middle of the first grade game. Yeah. Apparently, Jimmy's just like, oh, whatever. 
young pup just went bang got the ball scored like 25 metres <laughs> can, can play can yeah. play but that was at the peak of his power yeah. well he's you know he's been injured yeah next week they've got uh, the Dragons have the Bulldogs in Cogra um, you'd expect the Dragons to win it but I honestly think it's a 50-50 it just depends how they turn up for the Tigers, like we've spoken about, they're in Campbelltown against the Gold Coast Titans. A, not, a tough game for them, but a 50-50 win. Yeah, who knows? You don't know. Um, was this the first game back for, um, oh, what's his name, the halfback for St. George? Yeah, Ben yeah, Hunt. Ben yeah, Ben Hunt. It's returned. funny, like they're winning with Clune. Yeah. But Ben Hunt comes back and they're, they're losing. Yeah. All the advantage was, was in Dragons' favour. Playing in Wollongong, what the eyeball test saw was a, a, a sold-out crowd. You know, the 12, 12, even if it was 12,000, that's big for me. That's a big crowd. Yeah. Either way. Um, AFL fans are laughing. Yeah. 12,000 people. Yeah, but how's a television game, mate? Hey, mate, you know, <laughs> I, I know I know it's um, clutching at, not clutching at straws, but it's all about the TV views. It doesn't matter what the fucking crowds are like. They all inflate them, so. The commentators were saying it. What? That was Luke Brooks's game. It's like... 15 minutes to go, game was still on the on the brink. Dragons could have easily won that, and commentators. It's just time for, like, I think the commentators are just, they're done with him now as well. Like, you kind of get, normally you get, like, your Mick Ennis, he'll throw the boot in. But everyone else kind of reserves their judgment a lot of the time, I Mate, feel. I, I did as well. I said, well, you know, you don't know. You got halfback of the year a couple of years ago. He's playing shit. That was his. Yeah. That was his time was to shine. Yeah. It was like Adam Dewey's just like move over. If I was like, a Tigers, give, give, just give me the fucking ball. Yeah. You're not going to fucking do anything. Yeah. I think I told you, my mate. I got a mate who's a Tigers fan, and I feel sorry for him because he's just sick and tired of like they won, but you just you know they're not good wins. Do you mm. know what I mean? They're That's just, right. Hundred percent. But anyway, guilty three two ones. Dewey three, Laurie two. Eight, that could have been interchanged. Um, we got Garner as one. I thought played really good, but you know, obviously, um, Lalua and his brother both played good, and Sini played good too. So, yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Let's move on to the Sideline Stories bunker review, and we start with our usual Instagram fan poll results from last week. Because these were all the million dollar players, yeah. Yeah. And a couple other questions as well, but yeah. yeah. But I'm more interested to see what other. I looked at it. It's weird. Some yeah. people. Some people. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, they are rugby league fans, so... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. The fickle mob. Mm. So, the first topic was, will Jerome Luai and Brian To'o make their debut for the Blues? 78% said yes, they would. Fair amount. Maybe mix, Maybe some people disagree with certain players, but yeah, that's a fair amount. Because of Whiten. People yeah. People disagree with because of Whiten. Whiten, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I'd argue Brian To'o on the wing as well. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 but I haven't got Tyro in my team, but I said yes. Yeah. Because at some point... Because he could. He's going to play game three. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Gilda, you're going to like this one. Was Sifa Talakai's hit a shoulder charge to the head of Matt Dury? 36% said yes, with 64% saying great hit. No issues. I, I, okay, I brought this up with you, Dan. Look, I know we've argued about We've argued about it enough. We don't need to talk about it anymore. If mm. that was an origin hit... Would anyone say anything? No. 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 no and, that, and that's why. And yeah. that's why. Anyway. Should Pereira have been sent off for his hit on James Tedesco in the Dragons-Roosters game last week? 
50% said he should have been sent off, with the other 50 saying it was just worthy of a sin bin. Now, I can see why, because yeah. I brought that I brought that reason up. Interesting. Because he's fallen into it. He, okay. he hasn't gone in with malice. Either either, would you blink? Would it matter? No. If, if they got sent off, would you go, oh, that's not a send off? No, that's right. It's either either. Yeah. Who cares? That's right. The third controversial hit was in relation to Josh Curran, if he deserved to be sin bin for his hit on George Jennings. 27% said he deserved to be sin bin. Who are the 27%? I don't know. That's what I want to know. Do they not like any head injuries? Like anything if, like or do they understand the question? Like, <laughs> they must, they must it, it, I, tw- a portion of those 27% must have been confused. Yeah. I reckon people that said how yes many, didn't watch it. How, yeah. many, how many people voted? Uh, it would have been 150 odd. So what, how many is that? Oh, I'm not good at maths. What's 27% of 150? 45. Yeah. 45 people said Josh Curran's was a penalty. Well, 10 in the bin. It wasn't even a penalty. It was a sin bin. Yeah. They said, they said he deserved My it. My God. A penalty. Honestly, That's a I lot of people. people just saw the photo I put up there and just went, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Well, a lot of idiots. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Now we'll get into the 17. Stupids. <laughs> That's a stupid. Yeah. We'll get into the 17 uh, players that are on a million dollar plus contracts. For, Ch- for Daddy Cherry Evans, 46% said he's worth it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dave Fafida, 78%. Said yes. Yep. So we're just going with who said this yes. Is, yeah, yeah, this so is they, say, they say Daly... Uh, crazy, because people forget what Daly Cherry is. Yeah. More than just this year. Yeah. <laughs> this is anyway. Genius. Yeah. So, yeah. So, sorry. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll just say every number yep. is okay. in favour of them being a $1 million player. So Cherry Evans, 46. Dave Fafida, 78%. Ben Hunt, 33%. That who, one baffles me. Who's saying yes? I swear. Elias! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Roger Tulvasa Shek, 79. Again, I don't know, what's, I don't know how you That's high, I reckon that's high enough. Yeah, I know. Far out. Caelan Ponga, 69. That's fair. Uh, Tommy Turbo, 83. Again, that's fair because he gets injured a lot. Yep. Ash Taylor, 22% said he's worth a million dollars. They what? don't understand the question. They don't understand the question. <laughs> Well, they're accidentally bumping the wrong button. They can't go back. <laughs> you twenty two percent. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Nathan Cleary, eighty six. Yeah. Even that, that's baffling. It's pretty 40 baffling. Forty people said no. Yeah. Forty percent. Anyway. Michael Morgan, twenty nine percent said yes. Yeah, but I thought sort of you can argue. That'd be yeah. like recency bias. Yeah. Valentine Holmes, forty percent said yes. Yeah, you know what? Do you know what they do? They hear the name. They're probably going... They just don't only... understand footy. What? Yeah. Uh, Mil- <laughs> Anthony oh Milford. God, what was this one? 17% said yes. Is that the lowest? Yeah, but why has he got 17? It should be zero. Yeah. <laughs> it but, should be zero. But is that the lowest? That's the lowest. That's yeah. the lowest. That is the lowest. Milford Jason family. T- Listen to the program. Yeah. <laughs> Big family. There are a few that are actually following us yeah. on Instagram, so... Yeah. Anyway... Jason Tormalolo, 75% said yes. Fair enough. Angus Crichton, 49. Again. Crazy. Look, I, I see why, because, you know, Clarkie brought it up. I like, think I said no. Yeah. <laughs> You're crazy too. <laughs> yeah. So I can see where, you brought up a good point. Like they're, they're paying, the Roosters are paying him what every other club would be paying him, as mm. opposed to like what every other club would pay to Tedesco. Mm. But anyway, Angus Crichton, 49. Sean Johnson, 49% said yes. Yeah. 
He's not worth that many. Anyway. Mitchell Pierce, twenty six percent. I can, I can. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Because he's like. I think that's actually quite low. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's right. Uh, Mate, speaking of, sorry, going back to Sean Johnson, did you see what happened? Apparently his manager... Um, oh, for the Warriors? Spoke to the Warriors. And they said, oh, yeah, what about coming back? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. That's from the players. Yeah. Whoa, would you oh, mean? what? But he bagged the players, the players? when he left. Yeah. Oh, he bagged the players when did he, he left. Yeah. Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh. this is only from what the article said. Really? Yeah. But, but they don't need him. Nah. <clears throat> nah. Look towards the future. Yeah, Cody Graham was playing well. Chanel Harris DeVito. Chanel Harris there. Got Reese Walsh. Yeah. Um, the last two boys, James Tedesco, eighty percent said yes, yeah. and Luke Keery. Who are the twenty to say no? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good point. Uh, These people just genius up. So uh, yeah, yeah so. probably. And then you got Luke Keery, fifty-one percent said yes. I thought that was pretty low, but fair. Oh, I said I said a no to a million dollar player. Mm. I reckon he's nine nine hundreds. Yeah. Now, boys, moving on to our bunker review topic of the week. Got one juicy one. Our topic today is solely focused on who we believe will be playing in game one for New South Wales. Next week, we'll be looking into Queensland. Today is solely on New South Wales. Now, the basis of our selections is for game one, and for some between the three of us, it's not necessarily about who we think will be picked, it's who we think should be picked. So, we're going to go from 1 to 18, and we'll start with our fullback. The inaugural 2020 fullback and captains for games 2 and 3 was James Tedesco. Clarky, I'll ask you first, who do you think the fullback will be for game 1 in 2021? Should be. I've got Teddy. Um, yeah, there's no reason not to have him in the team. And if you don't have him in your team, you're an idiot. Well, guilty. <laughs> I'm going to be looking at you now because you've got a big oh, smile on your face. I'm obviously an idiot. <laughs> because <laughs> you've picked. he's been there forever. They don't dominate. They don't win with him there just because he's there. I've picked Turbo as my fullback. Wow. That's, I'm so not this is not. Up. This is not. This is not. The team will be because I can guarantee you. Of course, everyone will pick Tedesco. I understand that, right? Why? Why change it? Blah blah blah. He's the best player in the world. I don't think he is, but then I'm just saying the best player right now. If I'm picking my Origin team, the yeah. player that I want, if I'm picking the team, is Trebojevic. Look, I'm not saying it's stupid. But it's hard to keep James Tedesco out of that side. You'd want to have both players in that team. And that is the only reason. Because Tedesco can't play anywhere Teddy else. Teddy can only play fullback. Yeah. Which is bizarre for a player. Well, that's tough for Teddy. Because he's not in my team. <laughs> if that's the case. If he could play in the centres, I'll whack him in the centres. But he can't. That's fair enough. He can't. The best part... I'm no, not, I'm not no. playing... You know what they did this with Jared Hayne forever? They had Dugan at fullback, Jared Hayne on the wing, blah, blah. As soon as they put Jared Hayne back at fullback, they won Origins, right? The best player is Turbo. Well, they had Hodgkinson and Reynolds in halves. The Bulldogs can't be halves. That's probably why they won. But anyway... Yeah, that's true. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Look, I've got Tedesco as my fullback and captain, because he was captain last year for two games. I know you're, you're making a good point. I'm not saying it's Stiopit. Clarky thinks you're a Stiopit. But... You can't keep him out of the side, is what I'm saying. I think he's, he's he's experienced 
and plays well enough to well enough I'm to, 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 I'm not saying like, he's oh my God, won, just he's, he's, I think he's won three player of the series. Yeah. But they're not winning. New South Wales aren't winning with him there. And well, they have won. Yeah, yeah, of course they've won with him there. Yeah. Well, how many times? The, a series? How many times series? Two? Out of how many times has he been the fullback? Four? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, last year we should have won. <laughs> they should have won. But so they, I, I, I blame him. He's one of the players I blame. Arguably COVID. <laughs> Was it oh, nah, you're right, you're right. So not picking anyone from last year. No, 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 but I'm just saying that he's a dominant player. He's the captain they, they lost. He got knocked out as well. Oh, well, mate, maybe if they had Turbo there, he wouldn't have been knocked out. I don't know. I'm just saying... Oh, look, okay, I'll preface it by this. He's not the best fullback in the comp right now. There you go. And you're picking off form? Well, in this case, he's the best fullback in the comp. Tommy Turbo, you Look, we're going to get in our wingers. We're going to get into our wingers soon. I don't have Turbo as a so fullback. You, so you're picking Josh Curran in your team from the Warriors? Playing awesome. <laughs> Could be on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I just find it very hard. Look, they're, they're not going to drop Teddy, firstly. And I find it very hard to for myself, and Clarkie is obviously in the same Who's boat. the best fullback right now? Is Tedesco the best fullback? If he is, he is. I just don't think he is. I think Tom Trebojevic has been back for two games. Three. Three. Three and games. killed every one of them. Yeah, he's been playing well. Look, Tedesco has proven with a solid team around him that he's a gun. And he's not, it's not as if he's like miles behind to Tommy Trebojevic if he's not playing the best. So, yeah. It's, it's not going to happen, unfortunately, for you. No, yeah, but I'm, I'm not saying... It's not about... Would it happen? Yeah. It should it happen. Yeah. And I don't think it should. Okay, that's fair yeah. enough. We'll move on to the, the wingers. Now, last year, Josh Adokar and Daniel Tupo were the wingers for New South Wales. In my opinion, I'll start this one. They're going to drop Tupo. He's missing out. Playing well, though. He is playing well. I'm not saying he's not, but he's going to miss out because... Adokar's not losing his spot. There's no reason to get rid of Josh Adokar. But my other winger is Tommy Turbo. Oh, so you don't have to either. Mate, I've just kept him out. And I'll tell you why oh. I've kept him out. Hold on. Let me let me tell you why I've kept him out. I kept him out because Brisbane showed how you expose him. And that's the high ball. That's was he exposed or did he just make a thousand hit-ups just from his heart? I don't think he was exposed. With the high balls he was. With the high balls he was. <laughs> Ennis has come out, like, oh, we're driving it today. I had this already written down and then Michael Ennis come out today and he goes, yeah, I don't think they're picking Toto because he, he's, he gets pressure under the high ball and makes too many mistakes. You're purely regard. talking about his height, basically. What the mistakes? They're the little <clears throat> things for, for such a stacked side... They're the little things that don't get you into these teams. I'm telling you now. That's what I mean. They're that's, gonna go. That's why they lose because if he was a Queensland, he'd be the first one picked. But I've got Tommy Turbo and Josh Adokar there. They're not as it's not as if they're shit kickers. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are you doing, Clarky? Same. Same. Okay. I'm doing different. I'm picking Tyler because I think Tyler is more valuable than Tedesco. Yep. Right. Right now, and you can't drop the fox. But that's what I mean. I just I don't see and. 
Which I get where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I, I just don't see why everyone's getting so... These Brian Toto fans. It's not like me and Dan are bagging him out. No, I know, but he's the and, best and, and, winger in the game. Right? And, yeah, we're, and we're bringing him in for Tom Trebojevic, who you have as fullback and dropping Teddy for. Like yeah, because it, I think the best players are those three players that I'm picking. You know, I was close to saying the Fox is out. I'll be honest. I was close to going, okay, we'll put... Um, moving my fullback to wing mm. and having the Fox out. But then the Fox has come out the last two games and shown why he's the best. And I wouldn't... He's awesome as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, And I think the best three players at the back for me right now, the best three players at the back are the Fox, Tor and Trebojevi. And Tedesco's not one of those three best players. You're honestly dropping... Because like, what the way that Clarkie put it in to perspective is, is a good way. It's like we're, it's like you're saying Toto is better than Tedesco right now. Yep. More valuable. But this is the only way, and we're going to talk about centres, I'm sure, in a second. The only way... I'm surprised that both you guys have Trebojevic as a winger mm. because he could play in the centres. I don't know who the hell your centres are. I was... I look, I, I'm telling you now, we'll go into centres now because I was going to put Gatho there and I was really considering putting Toto as the winger, right? But moving on to the centres... Well, not Turbo as a centre, though? This is what this is what I've this is what I've gone with. Okay. So I was going to put Turbo as a centre. Yep. But if we're moving into centres now, last year you had Gutherson and Whiten. Can't do it again. This year, Whiten's been for mine. He's moved out of the centres for Latrell Mitchell. But I'm retaining Gutherson as my other centre. Oof. Because he is playing so well for his club. He's like that. That he doesn't. He doesn't need. He doesn't deserve to be dropped either. I was considering putting him as my eighteenth man. He's my eighteenth man. But I, I, I honestly think he's playing that well that he, he doesn't deserve to be dropped. Similarly with Adokar, back to the winger before we move completely into centres. Josh Adokar was probably New South Wales' best player last year. Clearly got the got the Brad Fittler medal, but Adokar was their best player. Yeah. Hands down. Bill yeah. Slater got the Wally Lewis medal, didn't he, last year again? No. <laughs> he didn't even play. Didn't play games. He got it. No, nah, he yeah. got it. <laughs> Look, I've retained Gutherson and Latrell comes back in the centres. They were missing him last year. Clarkey, I don't know who you've got as centres because at the moment we've got the same fullback and wingers. I've got Latrell. Yeah. You have Latrell? Yeah, absolutely got yeah. Latrell. Everyone's yeah. got Latrell. Um, Needs to be their game changer. I've kept Jack White in there. Ooh. A lot of my, a lot of, and we'll get more, more of them and more, um, I'll talk about my point with a couple of the other ones because it makes more sense, but he just, I think he just gets, an, he gets another crack. Man, he, he was worse than Gutho last year. Gutho played better. I'm not saying I picked Gutho, but Gutho was a better centre than Jack Whiten was last year. I yeah. said last year, and I, I think I brought that. it up in the podcast, um, game three last year, I watched it and I said... Jack White needs to get first crack at 5-8 next year, being now. And he just hasn't done enough, and Luai's done too much. Yeah. So, again... You need White in the team. I think we talked about this last week. I didn't think you had Luai at 5-8. You had White at 5-8. This was last week. Did I? Yep, positive. No, I had White in the sentence, because... I. For me, no one else really stands out. Because we were talking about Lomax, we were talking about Bird. But no one else really stands out, yeah. is another reason why I've got Jack White in the centres. And I just think he gets another crack. And it's probably only one more crack, to be fair. 
But I'll get on to that when I talk about a few other players. Okay. That's fair. Well, Guilty. if you're talking about White and I've got White and he's in my team, but he's just not. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, my centre's Alatrell as well, because even though he's out right now, he's a dominator. He's a game yeah. changer. You know who the sex one is? Lomax. No. Who? He's going to laugh, but Burton. Burton no, yep. nah, he's yep. not getting picked. 100%. No, he's not getting picked. Okay, I'll tell you why. It's not about who's going to get picked in your defence. Yep. He's not picking who's going to get picked. Yeah, he's picking who should I'm get picking picked. picking who should get picked. Burton's <laughs> been the best left centre. Look at your face. Hold on, wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So just stop, stop, stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when did Brad Fittler get a, get a crack at, at representative level? When he was young and he was 18. They took a chance on him, right? Yeah, yeah. Mate, Burton's in the same... You know what? You, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you there. They like He has the the prospects of being a great 5'8", a great player in the game. I just don't think... I don't think he's ready yet. Not this year. Laurie, no when way. Laurie Daly crack, got a crack early, started in the centres. Brad Fittler got a crack early, started in the centres. Yep. Both were probably the best 5'8s with Lockyer and Lewis, you know, that's ever, that they've ever been, right? Yeah. This guy's something special. He's done nothing. He's done absolutely nothing wrong. He's one of the top try scorers on the left-hand side for Penrith, which is the most dominant left side in the competition. Hmm. Um, it keeps Toto together with Burton. It keeps them with Luai, because Luai's going to be my 5'8". Hmm. Cleary's my halfback. Hmm. It keeps them all together. Burton's my, well, Burton's my other centre. Very left field, just saying. He actually... When we spoke about it the other night, you didn't go into that much detail. But you do. It's a good point. When you go into that much detail, you make a very good point. It is a good point. The only. Because he, he doesn't make errors. I know. And he, he, everything he does is, do you think is he's, really golden. Do you think he's a defensive a defensive king, Bart? Because that's a massive thing for Origin. Do you think he's a defensive. Where, because, where, where has he been found out? Because you've picked him over. Like. Whiten for Clarkey. You've yep. picked him over Gutho for me, yep. and you haven't considered Lomax. Yeah, I've I considered don't. Lomax. I, I think Lomax is very close, but but Lomax doesn't do enough in offense to me. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't excite. He's he an awesome defender, but yeah. in offense, he just doesn't seem to do as much. I know you're a big fan of Lomax, right? I'm a big but, fan, but, of him, but, but I think I think, I think I think Bird Bird also before last week he had a shit game, yeah. but before last week he's playing pretty good too, and you could whack him in and he could move to a few different positions. Yeah. But for me, Burton has not made any errors. Wow. He's been playing center. He's going to be a five eight. He's not going to be there forever. If if we're talking about looking to the future as a center for Australia and blah blah blah, that's not what I'm looking at. I'm just saying if we want to beat Queensland. We pick the best left-hand side, and Burton's part of the best left-hand side. And he doesn't make errors, and he does freaky shit. I think he's an awesome player. Well, you did mention that the reason you picked Burton was because of your 5'8 and halfback. Yep. I'm going to assume that our 5'8 over Cody Walker and Kiri, who were there last year. Obviously, Kiri's injured, Luke Kiri. <coughs> Cody Walker, in my opinion, as well as Kiri even, when he's uninjured... They're not rep players. I think Cody Walker and Kiri are both rep players. I just think <sighs> that the two players that you're looking at this year for 5-8 would be Whiten and Luai, and Penrith have won 25 out of 26 games. Yeah. Luai's so, my 5 eight. We're all picking Luai, yeah? Jerome Luai? <clears throat> and can I one more thing? He's a grub. I love it. Yeah, New you South Wales don't have any grubs. Yeah. We need a grub, yeah. and he's our guy. Yeah. I've got Luai. I think... I think Luai's going to... He's going to have to hit the ground running. Yeah. Like, 
you look at Cody Walker and you look at Luke Keery. They've both been... Luke Keery was given one crack. And basically... Keery Campisi. They all get one crack. Mullins. That's, they all get one crack. Yeah, I think... I think I think it's a different, different era and different reasons. But I think Cody Walker, it's just... You need to show me straight away. Can you... Can you play Origin like you play at club level? And you so, so who are you picking? I'm picking Luai, but he's got one or two games. Because what, 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 from what you just he's said, it, seemed, it almost seems like... I don't even saying, think he's got a series. They didn't give Cody Walker a series. It's almost, they didn't give Kiri a series. True, but I mean, it's almost like you're saying, okay, maybe start him off the bench and, and introduce him into Origin that way. I just think he's ready now. I think he's oh, ready. So am I. Yeah. Uh, he's ready. It's just, yeah, I get what you're saying. Because we, you, I could be proven wrong, because at the moment, I'll argue to the death that Kiri and Cody Walker are just not made for rep football. But I don't think... For, if, Cody played <laughs> awesome last year. The couple of games he played awesome. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but he's just no. not a rep player. I don't think... For, not, game two? Yeah. Game, game two, he had a binder. And, and then went into his little hiding no, hole. I don't game, think for any... Uh, if, if Luke Kiri's playing like he did last year, not injured... I don't even... Freddie goes... Someone goes, oh, Freddie, Luke Keery. He's like, no, no, we're, we're off him. He's killing it, dude. I don't, even reckon, they, I don't even reckon him. they think about him. Yeah. He was killing it. Nor you know he. what? The problem with Keery is he also... No, nor should he because he's not a New South Welsh. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. He sort of didn't sort of come out and say... I want to play for play. Queensland. Yeah. You can't. I want to play for New South Wales uh, now, but I really yeah, don't want to. Yeah. Should never have been picked. Yeah. Then you move on to the halfback... Well, what I was going to say on that, on the yeah. as well... This is another thing, right? I'm really critical of Cleary. I know that's what... I'm pretty sure we're all pick Cleary as a halfback, right? Yeah. But I'm critical of Cleary because in the grand final last year, he didn't have a very good game. In Origin 3 last year, he didn't have a very good game. They're the biggest games in the year, right? And he's expected to have big games. <coughs> he will play better with his, with with his players. Yeah. With more than just Luai. Yeah. With his group of players. Well, on that, our halfback is... Cleary, obviously. Bradford has already gone. Who's going to partner, partner Cleary? Like he's obviously picked him too. See, he's because, allowed to say that about Cleary. Yeah. That Laurie Daly wasn't allowed to say that about Mitchell Pearce. Yeah. yeah, that's right. But then <laughs> like, he was saying it in round one. Because you bring up Pearce, right? Who, who are the halfbacks that you're going to pick besides Cleary? The only two I can think of that would be viable would be maybe Reynolds and maybe Mitch Moses, but you're not picking them over uh, Nathan no. Cleary. Well, Reynolds is a no now. I think Reynolds, he had a go. Yeah, he had a go. Didn't didn't go badly, but it's past. It's time for a new blood. Yep. The only other one is Moses, and to be fair, Cleary's is is Moses playing well, but Cleary's playing for a team that's won twenty five out of twenty six. Yeah. yeah. There's no way you can pick anyone over Cleary. Yeah. Move to the prop forward position, boys. Our eight and ten. Now, last year, Daniel Saifidi was in a number eight jersey. And Junior Paulo and Payne Haas shared the starting prop number 10 jersey. For mine, I'm retaining Daniel Saifidi as one of the props. And I'm retaining Payne Haas as the first prop in the 10 jersey. So I've retained last year's ones. um, And Junior Paulo is not starting for mine. But Clarkie... 
I'll ask you first. Do you agree or disagree? Do you have the same? Different? Yeah, I've got Saifedi and Paulo. So you, went, you went Haas. I went Haas over Paulo. Yeah, oh, I've got Saifedi and Paulo. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It just... I, but I've also got Haas. You've also got Haas. Yeah. And I've also got Paulo. Uh, no, also... no, no, no. But I've also got Haas starting. Oh, that's right. Interesting. Another silly one. Do you have Haas in your team as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And if... I just... Went... I put Paulo starting because it was the first name that came to mind before Haas. Because <laughs> whoever starts, it yeah, that's right. Doesn't really matter. Because yeah, I've still got. So if Edie starts, that's a guarantee. Yeah, because I, because I've still got Paulo in my team. Obviously not starting, um, but that means that Regan Campbell Gillard and David Clemmer don't get a. They don't get a spot. They're not in my team at all. They're in my. Well, one of them is in my team. Okay, um, to the hooker position. I think the only viable hooker, as last year suggested, he'll be retained, will be Damien Cook. The only guy that could maybe um, dislodge him would be Coruscant, but he's only played one game so far. You're yeah. not picking Coruscant. New South Wales don't have... Look, Cook's in the same category as Cleary last year. He didn't, he didn't play big in the big game. And um, Cook's the only one that they can pick. But he's got to play better. Yeah, he, he does. does. He does have to play play better because he, he's not he's not really he, he has like a couple good games. He's an inconsistent rep player because he has some good games and he has some games where he just goes well, in his hidey let's, hole. Let's be fair. And when before he made his debut, I remember having a chat to a mate about it, and he's like, "How do you reckon he's going to go?" I'm like, "Oh, he'll kill it. He's in his form so good." He's like, "Yeah, but he's making these line breaks and these darts out of dummy half when he's playing against." Like club level. Club yeah. level players. And he knows when to target yeah. the lesser club level players. How's he going to do it? He's not going to be able to do it against Queensland when he's playing against the best forwards. He's done it. And he did do it. Multiple times. And... He's quiet in game three. Yeah. Yeah. But he does He does do it in certain points and in certain games. Um, you can't not pick him. Yeah. He's the, he's the only one you can pick. Yeah. But, but can I just... The caveat is that there's no one else. Yeah. Last year, maybe... Um, Coruscant was, had a stronger argument last year. No, not even Coruscant. I was going to say... Um, Cameron McInnes. Cameron McInnes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because he was playing awesome last year. Yeah. At lock. <laughs> no, but he played, he played yeah. a few yeah, games. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, they were considering I know he's going to lock for the Cronulla Sharks. Oh, he's also out this year. So. I get, I get, okay, here's a question, just on this. If if Cook got injured this year, do they put Coruscant straight in there or do they bring in Brayley? I think they'd bring one of the Brayleys. I think they'd bring in one of the Brayleys. You bring in Jaden. If that's that's how poor the depth is. One. That just means that oh, that's pretty shit, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our second row, boys. Now, last year, Boyd Cordner played game one as captain. He was obviously out after that first game. You changed your second row, by the way. I saw that. Mate, I'm not happy with it. <laughs> I'm not happy with it. We had Angus Crichton also fill in for games two and three, and Tyson Frizzell played in the number 12 jersey for all three games. Goody, I'll let you start this one. Look, who have you got? My guys who have you got as your second row? He's there. He just didn't make it. <laughs> You've got Josh Curran there. No, I don't have him there. He's on the guys <laughs> that didn't make it list. <laughs> But I've got Crichton and Frizzell, but Frizzell, I just can't think of who else to replace him with. Look, I was even thinking um, he plays Barnett. Well, he's playing well on a shit team too. Barnett, you know, 
I mean, look, do you know what? There's one player I would love to have, but I'm not brave enough to put him in there. But Wanda Crichton and Frizzell. I'd love to put Pangai. I think Pangai's awesome, but he's playing the losing side. Yeah, he's not good enough. He's just not... Not yet. Yeah. Um, I think he's good enough, but I just don't think... He makes an error. He's got an error in his game. He's not an origin player. Oh. He's not. No, I agree with Clark in that one. Look, I'll, but I he'll do... Th- it. He'll throw an offload, like, coming out of his own danger. I do agree with you, uh, with your 11 and 12. I've got Crichton and Frizzell. Obviously, Corden is on an option. And, um, yeah. Clarky, I don't know if you're on the same bandwagon. No, I'm, I'm Crichton. Well, Crichton walks into the team. He's one of the yep. first picked, really. Mate, Tyson Frizzell, even if he was playing worse than what he is now, still starts for me. Yeah. He's one of those players yeah. that Queensland picked for the last 15 years. Even if they're playing shit, for club level, when they, when he plays Origin, when he plays for Australia, yeah, good. he goes to the next level, and I can't pick anyone else. Like I've looked, I've got a list, and I've gone through it, and I can't. Is Ashton already... Sims, no. Um, right. <laughs> I, I've got Curran, no, obviously. Um, these are just ideas, but yeah, yeah, Isaiah Yo, uh, but he's been playing lock, and he's been playing the middle. Yeah. Murray, a lot of people will talk about Murray. He's not. He's not in my side. Jesus. Well, that's um, yeah. So anyway, Tyson Frizzell. He's played fourteen Origins. Yeah. You, you have, to, like I said, even if he was playing worse than what he is, you've got him in there for his experience, yeah. if nothing else. Moving it into the lock position, now, J- Jake Turbo has been there for the last few years. I don't think he's going to retain that position personally, but Clarkie, I'll let you start with the lock. Who do you think is going to be picked? Um, I've got Cameron Murray starting lock. He needs to be given. He needs to be given a crack at starting, starting lock. He's he obviously has been given a few games. I'm sure he's started at lock for a few games already. But Jake Trebojevic doesn't retain his spot at lock. We'll get to the bench in a second. But Cameron Murray, he starts lock for me. His leg speed. He's quick play the balls. Yeah. They yeah. should be able to utilise him like he was playing last year. They should be able to give his defence a little bit of a break in order to allow his attack to flourish a little bit more, considering the players around him. He gets bashed a bit, though. He didn't last last year. In, it was game one when he came off the bench. Did the splits, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. this year, you know, he's come off a few times. I'm not just talking HIAs. And he's not a massive guy either. This is Origin. Yeah. Okay. Like Queensland have picked David Staggs and Dallas Johnson True. for years. Yeah. True. Look, I think that 13 position is pivotal. I think it's disregarded as a spine position when it should be regarded as a position that is very important. Gildy doesn't. I do. Look, I, look, I think you do. I don't know who you have. No, he doesn't like it as a spy position. Oh, wait well, not he, in this instant. Wait, but, but, wait till he gets I'll, I'll explain. I've got an explanation. Look, but anyway, I, I, Dan first. I, I, will, I will agree with Clarkie. I've got Cameron Murray there. I oh, think really? Yeah, I've got yeah. Cameron Murray there. Um, he, he, he slots Turbo Over out. Over Victor Radley. I've, I've got Victor Radley elsewhere. Oh. But Turbo's out of um of my of starting 13. Yeah, Gerbo. He's out of my starting 13. He's still on the side. I've retained him. I'll explain why. Uh, but I'm actually really interested to hear 
Who you've got? I'm going to assume okay. Victor Radley. Okay. No, no, it's not Victor Radley. Oh. He's, he, I've got Victor Radley in my team. It's yeah. worse. This is worse than that, though. No, no, it's not. It's Payne Haas. Oh, that's right. right. And this is the reason. Yeah. You've got three guys who are dominating forwards, moving forward. I'm, a, I'm not picking him as, as a in lock. Sofidi I'm and not picking Paulo. him as a. He's a he's, he plays lock in Origin, but he comes off. When he comes off, then you move that playmaker into that role, <laughs> and then you continue on with the game like that, and he just moves into a prop position. So I've got Payne Haas. Who's moving into the lock? Payne Haas. Payne Haas plays lock. Yeah, but then you said he. Going well, I'm gonna, do you want me to tell you who my bench is? Because I've got two players that can move into that lock role, and there's no dramas. Well, you're gonna to have to because before well, you well, go into before you go into who you've got, yeah. last year's bench was Nathan Brown, Dal Finucan, Cameron Murray, and Isaiah Isaiah Yao. Yeah. I'm curious to hear your bench yeah. in relation to why you've picked Payne Haas as a lot because it's relevant. Okay, so I've got pretty much. Um, am I going to give you the whole bench? Yeah, give me the whole. Okay, bench. so I've got Payne Haas playing lock to start the game. Yep. Throughout the game, Haas eventually, because he's mobile as well, but he'll move either up into a prop position if yep. Paulo or Safini come off. Yep. And then moving into that lock position, I've got two players. I've got Gerbo as one of my bench players. Yep. And I've also got Victor Adley because I think Victor Adley's made for origin. But it keeps him off the field for that first 10, 15 minutes, and then he can come on and Bash shit out of blokes mm. with his defence. Probably the best defensive player in the comp. One of the best defensive players in the comp. Both of those guys I just mentioned. So, um, I still think you need big bodies. We talked about it before. Um, I've got Whiten as my 14. Yep. A lot of people are going to be talking about Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen doesn't get a look in. Yep. We've got too many fullbacks in this side already. Mm-hmm. I don't need another fullback. Mm-hmm. A specialist fullback. Uh, my last player, you guys will both disagree with it, but he's playing for a team that's won... Seven out of eight, yeah, and that's Campbell Gillard. He's played for Australia before, and he's a, he's a hard running front rower. It's another front rower, another big body. Guilty, I, I think that's very interesting. We actually have a very similar bench, a very similar bench. Um, I haven't retained Nathan Brown. I haven't retained Dalph Nukin. I haven't retained Isaiah Yao. My fourteen. Utility player is Jack Whiten. As my prop sub, I've got Junior Paulo. My prop slash second row sub is Jake Turbo. And my 17 lock slash second row sub is Victor Radley. With my 18th man, I didn't ask you this question. My 18th man is Pappenhausen. Mine's Gutho. And yours is Gutho, which is a good 18th man. And I was going to pick Gutho as my 18th, if To'o was my winner. Yeah. But that's my rotation. Clarky, I'm curious to hear yours now because... So have, we, have you both got Jake Trebojevic? Yeah. Okay. I was surprised. I've got him over Yo. I think Yo's been playing pretty good. Trebojevic still stands out. Yeah. He's still, and he's still origin. I thought, yeah, I thought I was going to be the only person picking Jake Trebojevic. What's your 14 to 18? But Jake Trebojevic, again, like... Um, more so with... As long as he doesn't pass. That'll be a strict... Oh, but you're not passing, Jake. But for me, Jake Trebojevic is... He's, yeah, he's yeah. coming on as a ball-playing no. lock. He's coming... For me, he's coming on in the almost in the proper Prop rotation. rotation. Yep. And front-on defender. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and he's defensive. He's played 12 origins, seven games for Australia. Like, 
I don't think you're dropping. I'm actually surprised by those numbers. Oh, mate. The way he's playing, he he doesn't deserve to be there. He's not getting getting picked based on how he's played this year. He's getting picked... Because of his origin. Because of his experience. And he's like Tyson Brazil, where he steps up. Yeah. Um, Because I know you're not a fan of the 14, Clarky. Like, you're not a fan of that whole... Mantra that the fourteen is the utility. I'm not a fan. I I just don't think you need a fourteen in Origin f- f- for your um. Thing. You've well, got. Do you know the reason I've got White is fourteen? Jack Whiten's different. Jack Whiten's like a Michael Morgan. Well, he can where, play second row. Where he can. Anyway. Where Jack Whiten can. He's big enough to come on. I don't, I don't like this. Pick and Ryan Pappenhausen as your fourteen. Yeah, like I, I don't see what that. What yeah, that I agree. Look, if Pappenhausen was, 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 was... We've talked about it here. You don't hear about it in, in any other media. Pappenhausen's defence is shit. Mm. To, to be fair, I have him as my 18. Like, Gutherson, for me, is a solid 18. Pappenhausen isn't. If anything, I was considering putting... The way I ended up with my 1-18, I was going to pick Isaiah Yao as my 18. Yeah, I'd rather... I'd, because... I mean, you're complaining, you're, you're complaining the centres. Yeah. And has done so, you know. So I've got my three that I've picked straight away. I've got Haas and Jake Trebojevic. Yep. They're your proper rotation. Azayo is my other player. And mine's along your theory of Matt Burton and all, all the Panthers players. They're just... You need to get as many Panthers players in, in this team as possible. Yeah. Then I was really stuck on my fourth, my fourth player. Yeah. Yeah, Nathan Brown, Victor Radley, Tarek Sims, Regan Campbell Gillard. The only reason I don't have Victor the only reason I don't have Victor Radley is because you've already got I've already got Cameron Murray and Ozio. You yeah. can't just have a or, third or player Lux. a third player the same. Yeah, but in saying that, look, Yo's playing like a prop now. Oh, he's he, got really quick leg speed. Yeah, he's not bash and barge prop, but he's still in the middle. He's a he, middle player. His his ball playing's a lot more, a lot more subtle than Victor Radley and Cameron Murray. Cameron yeah, Murray, yeah. they've obviously they're, they're out there playing almost like a third half. Yeah, yeah. Like what Jobo does too much. Yeah. But Isaiah, Yo, he's he's doing it. A lot, he's doing a, a lot. He's there. doing it a lot more subtle. If, t- if Tarek Sims was if Tarek Sims played like he did a couple of weeks ago and kept playing, he'd be in there. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nathan Brown, and obviously this is very dependent on injury. But he played too well last year. He come off. He come off the bench and played like someone who's played five origins. Yeah, he's 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 aggro. He's grubby. He started the fight. They say it all. They say they probably throw it around too much, and it's a bit of a joke around with a couple of my mates. But Nathan Brown's built for origin. Yeah. He's one of those players, unlike Walker and Kiri, as I've like ripped him before about this. Brown came in, oh, that's an Origin player. You just knew when he when he got on there. I, I don't mind that pick. I don't mind that pick at all. And who's your eighteenth man? No, I didn't even think about him. Yeah. Um, to be honest, okay. um, but I'll just say Guthrie. Fair enough. He covers every position. All the back covers from one to seven. Yeah. Well, boys, that wraps up our episode. I will be posting our three individual teams on Instagram and Facebook. But, Clarky, thank you for letting us 
join the brewery. It was good to be in the presence of one another again. And a big thank you to everyone that's tuned in to this episode. That is a wrap from us at the Sideline Story.